Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Defonce Talks Metal <laughs> with Joel Haston of Pinup Management and Productions. What up? It's your boy. <laughs> Joel Cupcake. How are we doing? From Pinup Productions and Artist Management. Like Daniel said, what's going on, everybody? Yeah, it looks like you got you move into a new place, Joel. Yeah, dude. My this is my uh, luxury apartment in um, Manhattan. I don't know whatever city you can see outside this little tiny window over here on the <laughs> corner of my screen. <laughs> I fucking love it. Who we got? Oh, Lyle's in here. LJ, what's up, Mario? Yeah, what's up, LJ? What's up, Vaquero? Vaquero. Am I saying that right? Vaquero. Vaquero, right? Oh shit! Don't tell me Joel froze already. <laughs> this would happen on this fucking episode. Oh, you're back. You're back. I'm right here. I'm right here. The, the internet the internet in Manhattan's terrible. Dude, it is, dude. Like you know. <laughs> Oh man, let's see. How's everyone doing? Wait for some people more people to jump on in this bitch. Ah, it is it is your boy, Vicaro. You know the you know the routine. I will never get rid of that command. I, I know. <laughs> you all be mad at you. Hold on, let me let me tilt the camera down a little bit because Bowie actually decided. Yeah, to tilt it down. Can you see her? Scott, come here. There she is. There yeah, she you got to lift her up. <laughs> oh, it's just this fucking background. Hold on, let me see if I do blurry. If it'll make it so you can actually see her. I can see it. It does. Oh, that's much better. There we go. There's the Bowie. Like, maybe I'm calling you from the office, dude. Look at that. There's my fucking. <laughs> we can office. switch. That's what I love about Skype. I can't do that, unfortunately, because I gotta. Here, I'm not using that as a source. Where are you going? BS. Come here. We're not. We're not playing. Don't grab a toy. She's gonna grab a toy. You know how head. she is. <laughs> you were just snuggling with me, and now I, you have this giant burst of energy. What up, Sun Slinger? Yo, 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 son, 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 what's up, dude? I wish Rosie would let me pick her up. She well, will I'm not. sitting on the couch today instead of at my desk. So, like, it, she kind of just jumped up here, you know? Yeah. Like, She's used to doing that. Yeah. Yeah, we got, like, a lower frame. Or the new bed frame that we got months ago is, like, lower, oh, yeah. to, the, lower to the ground. Oh, yeah, because of, of that, right? Well, it wasn't because of that. The other one broke <laughs> when I was like moving it. Like this screw wouldn't come undone, so I just fucking snapped it. So we had to get a new fucking frame. So I'm a dumbass. Dumbass, don't say that. So we got a new frame and it's lowered to the ground. So Rosie's always jumping up on on the bed. Yeah, that's all right though. Yeah, which is nice though. She can do that now. Oh yeah. Man, how, yeah, well, what's up? Well, we're, we're waiting for people to trickle in. I'm sitting here accumulating my channel points for you. Oh yeah, you got to get the channel points, dude. I have a what lot. Your... I have a lot for you. <laughs> I have like I think I'm close to thirty thousand. <laughs> I'm just gonna continue to collect them. I almost have enough to redeem the uniform thing. Oh Jesus! I think mine's lower than yours, isn't it? Or is it the same? No, we did 15. I wanted it to be the same. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've been hit with it like four times by people, and no one's no one's I know. redeemed it with you. You fucking. 
All I've been like last night's stream, I was literally getting hit with just hydrate ones, and I'm like, you guys need to save your fucking points, man. This is not that ain't fun. Oh, I know, right? I'm already hydrating so much. I have like a water monthly, I drink. I, I had a monthly goal one where it's like if everybody contributes, like the uh, my the people that turn into my chat get to get to choose my next emote. Oh yeah, I saw that. I should do something. That's cool. I forgot you can do that. Yeah, a decent amount of people have been have been donating to it and shit. So what up to tell? Oh shit, detachments here. What's up, man? Who? Oh, what's up, detachment? Yeah. How did we meet? When was the first time we met? Was it over the limit tour? Was that when in, we met in, in person? person? Yes. It, yeah. It was over the limit tour because it was. Yeah. Yeah. So like two thousand nine. Ten. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. Two thousand ten. But did we ever talk before that? We did, didn't we? Well, we yeah, I like book shows and shit. Yeah. Like that was before it was pinup, wasn't it? Um, or I don't was know. It pin -up if, I can't remember if we worked together when I was when I was doing arsenic. I don't before think before two companies merged, but probably. Um, yeah. Because for a while we were doing it where it was like both companies were putting the shows on, and then like we just split the profit. Uh, you know. Yeah, you just did. Yeah. Okay. Like we just co-pros the whole co -pros. time, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> who was it that? Who who owned Arsenic? Who was it? I. That was me. So I. Owned oh, that Arsenic. was you. Yeah. So I owned Arsenic. That's right. And then, um, <laughs> Bowie. Can you wait to squeak that? Um. <laughs> uh, okay. So you owned it. So I owned Arsenic, and then Andrew owned Pinup. And then um, we like merged the two companies. Um, oh, okay. So like, I guess technically, like I always say that I'm like the co-founder of Penup. I guess like technically I'm not, but like we just, for all intents and purposes, it was just like I've never been rigid on like I don't like the whole company structure thing. Like yeah. president, vice president, like you know, like yeah, it's I always, never care about that. Penup's always been run like a family. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to come up? Come here. <laughs> and then she grabs the toy and runs away. Okay. That's the uh, for you, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you guys uh, never cared about those things? Yeah. Uh, so who's like, president? Hey, who's what? Hey. Stop, <laughs> Sweetie. Good girl. Sorry. Good puppy. Um, yeah. Uh, so, basically, like, I had pen up. Um, I started in, like, 2004-ish or I'm sorry, I had arsenic. I started like 2004, 2005. Oh, Me and some of the arsenic with all the girls, dudes, and then our friend Paul, who who, who unfortunately passed away a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and then Andrew had head up, and then in like 2000, like eight ish. Oh, okay. He like was. Oh shit! It froze again on him. Oh. Say that again, because it froze for a second. Yeah, it said I had poor network connection, which I don't understand I don't how that's possible. It's all right. It's uh, not a big deal. It's a live episode. It's, it's expected. Yeah, that's, that's a fair point. Um, yeah, so like in like 2008, you know, I met Andrew in 2006. Oh, uh, okay. Because I worked with this band called Thriller. They were like literally a party rock band. Like there's no, they were like a party metal <laughs> band. It was like, like their name was Thriller, you said? That's such a cool fucking band name for yeah, a, and like, a party dude, rock like band. they would always show up, and it was just like they would like throw candy out of bowls during breakdowns in the middle of their set. Like we had them on a Halloween show, and they all showed up in togas, not wearing underwear. Like 
So I booked them a bunch. That's yeah. actually Jeremy, the singer of Touche Amore. That's his old band. Oh, really? Like, I think I remember you telling me about that band. Why is it doing this? The band. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! Again, really, Skype? Skype is fucking us. They were on tour with. Yeah, exactly. They were on tour with Horse the Band. Yeah. And so, like, I was supposed to book the show because I knew the Thriller guys, and then like horse i guess basically like the information between the two bands didn't line up yeah so the show went to andrew at san jose skate and so like i was supposed to do the show and so the thriller guys were like well hey how about we just like connect you with the promoter like we'll tell horse that like they want you to help promote it and whatnot and i was like okay cool and so like that was actually kind of the first time i'd actually really met or talked with andrew typically honest like he we just he did a lot less of the metal stuff and he did more like pop rock and rock yeah and like stuff like that and he had just started doing heavy music when we met and then so we did that show together we like co-promoted it and that show was like fucking bonkers right that's a good good face to freeze you on right there oh great (laughs) the face was good (laughs) jesus dude uh, Hello, War Knight. Oh, God, dude. That is a terrible... Am I still frozen? No. Okay, wait. No, you're good. Uh, fucking Christ. The stream lags. You know, it's... Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Uh, but anyways, so I'm just going to move this thing over me so I don't actually see what I look like on the feed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we did that, <laughs> and then like, I met Andrew, and we teamed up on the show, and we killed him, and I was like, this is sick. Like, I had just lost a couple members of my staff. Yeah. And... Um, it was just kind of like right time, right place. Like he wanted to do more heavy music stuff. Um, oh, the okay. other main place in San Jose that did heavy music was called The Cave. And like I had just found out that they were doing the whole like, if you play for for Joel, uh, you won't be playing here, like type stuff. When they found because they found out I was trying to come start doing shows oh, in, San, in the, San Jose. Yeah, so they're trying to pull that bullshit. We had that, we had that, oh my god, dude, Skype, what is going on? I don't know, it's never done that for me before. It just keeps telling me I have poor connection, you know what I mean? Are you able to hardwire in, or is that, you know, the Ethernet? I'd have to, like, move, I'd have to move. Oh, okay. If it does it, if it keeps doing it, I'll I'll, I'll move, it's not that big of a deal, it just will interrupt. Is it at your desk? Yeah, it's at my desk, which isn't that far. Yeah. if it does it again, yeah, I know. I'm a man of luxury, you know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, so anyways, we came yeah. up on that horse to band show together, and then, like, it worked well. I lost a couple staff. I was kind of in between some of my rooms. Um, I only had yeah. the 14 at that point in time. I hadn't started working at the vet's hall yet. And so I didn't have a bigger room. So, you know, uh, skate hall technically held, like, 750 people because it was a roller skating ring. Yeah. You know, like, the live show area only held, like, maybe 400, but we did whatever the fuck we wanted in that room. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, I just had a, I had a huge brain fart, sorry. Um, (laughs) yeah, so it just worked. And then, like, we started doing shows together, and then, like, that was where I was working with you. Well, where it was, like, we were doing stuff together. So it was still technically arsenic, but everything was promoted as like an arsenic production. Yeah. Like that, you did that like 
So there was the Chelsea, there was the Dr. Acula tour, the Grand Slam All You Can Beat tour. Yeah, yeah, it's behind me. Wait, right yeah, there. So <laughs> that, I believe, played Gilroy, and then, like, you did another Chelsea Grenatilla tour with yeah. a flyer, which is a bunch of blood splatter. Do you remember that? I think tour? I remember that one. I gotta find that. I feel I like there was, I think that was the one that I can't find the fucking flyer for. I think I have a flyer for it somewhere. Really? Somewhere. Yeah, so I was always, I was always wondering, like, I was like, I'm missing, like, a Chelsea, because I know I booked another Chelsea Grin tour. Yeah, yeah. And I did that one for you, too. And I definitely, I specifically remember that flyer because it said, like, an Arsenic slash pinup production. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So you definitely did some stuff with us yeah. back then. So we had definitely met each other, um, like, before. In know, real life. Yeah. 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 That tour was a fucking mess. That tour was who Asbodon's Black, Oceano, Arsenal's Got All the Girls, Tony Danza, Tap Dance Extravaganza, yeah. uh, um, Blind Witness, This Is the Apocalypse, Burning the Masses, Burning the Masses. Wasn't oh, King Cir- on that? Nah, Circle of Contempt. Remember them? Yeah, that's that right. They were yeah, I, think I, that was have, the, I have the, the tour pass hanging on my wall. I have, right there. you know, I have the fucking poster. I gotta find it. I really? have it. Yeah, I still have it. I need to frame it. I don't know why I didn't frame that. Of all posters, I need to frame that one. Why are you? F- oh, you're back. <laughs> it does that like for like five seconds. It says reconnect. Yeah, that's it's stupid. Sorry, sorry, right. everybody. I guess my internet decided to be a fucking piece of shit today. It's all good. Uh, let's go on. Cute doggo. Thanks, Lyle Bowie is quite fucking yeah. adorable. Sunslinger, you beautiful bitch. Hello. <laughs> um, detachment. Uh, you know, I don't know why you're talking about emails to Dan to me. Um, emails. What emails? You said, yo, Dan just got your email. I don't know. Maybe oh, he means the, 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 the Twitch one that I sent out. Uh, detachment. Um, the whole Stay Sick thing. Oh, uh, yeah. they, just changed, they just changed the branding of the label. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of the bands and a lot of, like, they're, they're, it was just, like, it was very, like, Attila-focused. And a lot of the band's music and some of the new bands that the label's picking up don't have anything to do with, like, that style or that sound. So like Oh Jesus it froze him again. <laughs> but uh Yeah. It's still oh there we go, just did it again. I but, know. Okay, maybe I will go plug in and You second. might have to plug in. Um <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, detachment, uh you know, I, I, I don't really want to fully talk about that because it's not really my story to tell. Um but uh it's modern empire music now which is uh, Mike, who is the guy who ran the label. Because Franz didn't run Stay Sick. Like, he was there, and he helped sign some of the bands, but he had, like, a business person running the label. Yeah. Mike Milford, who's the guy who founded Artery Recordings, if you remember that, back in the day. And he used to sing for Scars Tomorrow. He's worked for Rise Records. He worked for Victory Records. Like, he's very well, well established. He is actually who ran the label for Franz. Yeah. And Modern Empire is his management company. Um, so they just, they just absorbed it into that. So the label still exists. It's just called Modern Empire Music. Yeah. Uh, there's that question for you. Sigma, hello, greetings. Wordsmith, greetings, hi, one nice night. to see you. Glad that got all worked out. Makes me happy as well. Yes. Uh, Sigma, yes. Circle of Content and Tony Danza are the two. Circle was good. Those yeah. dudes were pretty cool, from what I remember. I don't think we had issues yeah. with them, did we? No. 
No, dude. Uh, I think they were the Rico, nicest. On the nicest Rico team. and all those guys, dude. Yeah. I, I, I'm still friends with like two or three of them on on Instagram, and they always holler at me. Really? They're like, I don't want to say they were, were they Swedish. Where the fuck they were? They were from? somewhere from one Europe. of those like Eastern European, yeah. but like, but not third world country countries. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere over there. I forget. Yeah, something like that. Good people know. though. That tour was just a fucking party mess it was a very interesting tour i almost died in a van crash it wasn't a van crash it was our fucking remember the merch guy that's what owns black hat do you remember Uh, no i don't i just remember he was tall motherfucker he was nice he was quiet he's a good dude yeah but we had that drive remember that drive from um grand rapids michigan to pittsburgh and it was like an 8 a.m load in i don't know if you remember it but it was a it was dumb early ass load in we had. Is that and, the one where we played the church and everybody was mad because we showed up? I early? think it was, or something like yeah. that. I think it was, it was, it was altar, a weird place. It was altar bar, wasn't it? Yeah, it was altar bar. bar. Yeah. yeah. That place was so weird. That layout was the weirdest shit I've ever seen. It was seen. the weirdest, but it was like also like the sickest thing ever. Like, the green rooms were sick because they were big. It was like, yeah, the whole like downstairs green rooms and then yeah. like playing in a converted church has its sick. Is sick. Yeah, it was just other, way different. The balcony wrapping, I'm a huge fan of those. Had that wraparound. Like, the wraparound balconies up top with the bar up top. Yeah, wow, dude, it was that. dope. It was cool. But that, lo- yeah, we had that lowdown right? It was like 8 or 8.30 in the morning and I drove for like the first four hours and then pulled over because I was fucking tired. It was like four in the morning and I was like, you know, who can anyone drive and um, didn't drive right away. I think I fell asleep for like a half an hour at the rest stop. And then I woke up and I was like, Hey, we gotta, we gotta go. If we want to make this load in. Like, is anyone good to drive? And the merch guy was like, I wish I remember his name. So he was a nice guy, but anyway, he's like, yeah, I can do it. And he had, I remember he had a Red Bull and a five hour energy shot in his hands. And he's like, yeah, I'm good. I got this. And I just slept and I'm like, oh, all right, probably an hour into this fucking drive. I'm yeah. not, you know, we're all passed out. <clears throat> he fucking slams into the guardrail. The left side of the van just slams into the guardrail. So we all wake up and I'm thinking it's just a flat tire. I, you know, that's what yeah. the, my first instinct was because we didn't like crash. We were just yeah, pulled yeah. over on the side of the fucking highway. So I get out and I'm looking and I'm like, okay, no flat tires on this side. Then I go on the other side of the van and I was like, Oh, Jesus. Are you serious? And there's just whole line down the side of the van that's all dented in. And I was like, well, there's that. So it's all right. But yeah, it was, um, that was, yeah, that was fucked, dude. The guys had to pay like five grand and all this shit. It was like $45. Yeah, what, that, that was like that big red van you guys were renting, right? If yeah, I remember correctly. Under my name. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, because you worked for MediaStrike at the time. I forgot yeah, he's that. like, oh, just put it under your name. I'm like, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, Sigma. So this whole setup was was weird, right? So like this tour we oh, did, yeah. there five MediaStrike Records bands. The other five bands were managed by Outer Loop Management. Yeah. So they couldn't agree on pricing or anything or who represented <laughs> whose needs. So I was hired to represent half the tour, and Dan was hired to represent half the tour. Yeah. Like, that's just how they did it. Yeah. Which I'm happy you were there because <laughs> I'm happy it was both of us because I think if it was just like one of us running the tour, it would have been kind of a headache. Yeah. So I did. Kind I, of... did I... Oh, Jesus Christ! Stop freezing.
Better than a white man, yes. A couple weeks ago? Say that one more time. When I had Adam from Oceano on my show like two weeks ago. Yeah. That I do with Andrew. Fucking, he said he's been to Ground Zero since then. And that dude recalled the story, and he remembers us being threatening to him. <laughs> of course, dude. I'm like, dude, my my fucking chubby, like, 300-pound, wearing fucking, hot, like, hot purple Acacia Strain moss shorts is a threat. Okay. Yeah, I'll fucking, yeah. I'll believe we that were, when I fucking see it. We're in South Carolina, and he's saying we're threatening. Like, get the fuck. Oh, my yeah. God. That was interesting when we went to, yeah, so we went to settle for that show, me and Joel, we go into the dude's office and he pulls out a gun and puts it on the table in front of us. Yeah, so he like counts like, the money. He's like, yeah. counting the money. Hi, Michael, what's up, bro? We're like counting the money to pay so, to get the bands paid. And we get like halfway through and he's like, well, you know, like this show didn't do it all. Oh, yeah. like, I don't feel like I should pay you guys to that's pull what it out. I was like, And I was like, well, listen, dude, you know, like you it's signed not, a contract, man. Like that's not how it works. Like. Yeah, I understand exactly. that your business is struggling. I'm like, I'm a promoter at home. I feel it, dude. But like, you shouldn't have agreed to the tour package if you didn't think it would impact the room out with the how expensive it is. Yeah. And he's like, okay, like let me get the rest of the money, and then like pulls an envelope out of his back pocket, and then out of his fucking other pocket, he pulls out a fucking gun and just and puts, puts it the right gun in front of us on top of the stack of money he already counted for us. Yeah, and then terrible. like continues to count while he's like staring at us and we're like what the fuck dude and i was like dude if you don't want us to be here we'll leave like give me the money i'll go stop oceano from playing and we'll get the fuck out of here we'll pack up our merch and leave like if you want to have that attitude and like yeah be threatened. stop the fucking show and the dude the dude was like uh, i forget i don't remember what he said to us dan i don't he remember fucking, he fucking pulled the fucking he was like yeah fine so i remember i went out there and i shut down oceano i remember it was a big ordeal like this, this like turned upside down, didn't it? That night. Yeah, because we had the like. I I Did remember we... leaving the yeah. room, and I like told all the bands like, "Pack your shit, we're leaving uh, now." I and then I that. I went yeah. and stuck down Oceano's set like in the middle of it. Yeah, and it was just like, you know, Devin and all those guys still like troll me to that day because like the way I like ran out and like shut them off mid song. Like, <laughs> you troll me all you want, but like this was real shit that happened, dude. Gosh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's just how, you know, we, we're we not going to sit here and talk shit about the guy, but that situation was very stupid of him. But that's also, it's probably just, better that there was two of us in that situation. For you know sure, I mean? yeah. Because I remember when he pulled yeah, it out, I was like, Jesus Christ, really, man? Yeah, like... Like, I'm just here to pay the bands. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel the book the tour, and that was like the down... That was the, like... My decline of working with that butter and flax. And Joel's back. <laughs> Damn it, dude. Okay, I'll go plug my computer in in a second. All right. Um, yeah, but that was, yeah, I know. That was who like, booked the tour? Who booked the tour? I don't remember. I think, I think it was Amanda. I think it was Pantheon, it? yeah. Someone at Pantheon. Hodge, dude, I'm sitting in my fucking living room. Does this look like a McDonald's to you? What do you say? It's put using McDonald's Wi-Fi, dude. Oh, and it's Joel Quinn <laughs> using <laughs> McDonald's Wi-Fi. Wi I'm going to go office, Hodge. There we go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Maybe my internet will be better. Yeah, for a tour like that, Michael, it was better. Uh, it was good that it was two tour yeah. managers. This is ten bands. Yeah, so. And that's but, just, yeah, I remember yeah. that tour because... That was the, like the third or fourth night of tour. We played that skate park 
um, in like Virginia or whatever it was. You would probably oh, remember better than me. I think it was Virginia. And oh, I just remember was like, uh, what was that fucking dude that drummed for the Super? You're gonna have to plug your shit in. Hold on, and hey, we're back. Oh god! God damn it, dude! You want to plug it in real quick? Can you, is it? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I don't know what the fuck's going on with my fucking. It's fine. I don't have time. Slight, to, I obviously can't reset. <laughs> Slight pause, everyone. You've been to that office, <laughs> Michael said. So how's everyone doing? If you guys have any questions for Joel, um, for the both of us or whatever, you're feel free to ask in the chat. Um, I mean, you should all know by now, Joel's a manager and he's a promoter. Yes. And he steals McDonald's Wi-Fi. Yes. All, <laughs> all I'm of at, that is so true. <laughs> I'm at Chick-fil-A right now. <laughs> Using Chick-fil-A Wi-Fi. The trip was good, Andrew. It was cool to see like uh, this, the secret guys. I saw Vance from Vale of Nath. He moved down here from, uh, he moved down to Dallas from Denver. So it was a good time. Hung out for the day, drank some drank some alcohol. I haven't drank in like weeks, so got drunk real quick. <laughs> oh, it's gonna freeze him again. Um, all right, now you're back. Are you plugged in? Oh, his headphones are off. Ten bands. What was the average start time for the package on the tour? Fuck. What time do we start shit? I'm trying to remember like what time doors were at on that tour. We're talking ten years ago, so I'm trying to remember. Probably I think doors were at like two, one or two every day. We always had early load ins. We always had like eight, nine or ten AM load ins. Shit sucked. Never want to do that ever again. I will never do that again. <laughs> Unless the money is real good. Not to sound like that guy, but I ain't fucking dealing with that again. Yeah, All right, I'm back. Now that we're on stable Wi-Fi, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy. <laughs> Joe Puckett, welcome to uh, Defunct Talks Metal with me. What's fucking going on? Sitting here in my luxury corner office, stealing my Wi-Fi from the McDonald's down the street. Uh, fucking man, dude, my my hair looks way more thin with the with the, in this fucking on video than I thought it would. Dude. Well, the gray, the gray hair, bro. I can't believe you shaved it down to a one. Dude, I well, I was like trying to trim this, you know, like the neckline. Yeah, and I'm like, the last time I did, I did it in the kitchen, and there were hair, there was hair everywhere. Oh, why would and you do it in the kitchen, bro? You no, know, the boss. Okay. Well, that's where I have the most space, but it's uh, on the floor, so it's true. Really clean up. Yeah, yeah, you're you right. You see that bathroom, dude? It's fucking tiny as fuck. It is tiny, yeah. So like, so you know, the boss, aka my <sighs> girlfriend, was like, you know, we're not doing that again because it's hard to clean up, and I was like. Okay. okay. So, like, so she has one of those little those little makeup mirrors, you know, it's the skinny base, and it flips, and like one is hella zoomed in, and yeah, the one is yeah. just like a regular mirror. So yeah. that's all I have. I'm like, that's on the top of the toilet. I'm like trying to trying to use my razors to trim down here, right? And I <laughs> it just fucking came it just came up too far, and I was like, well, well, going to a one. I was, like, we, I was like, we won in everywhere, dude. We won in it everywhere. You know what I mean? That's how you uh, do it. Michael. Oh Jesus! Is it really? Is this this McDonald's Wi-Fi is really fucking them today? I tell you what. I have a fucking party. <laughs> How is my network going for? <laughs> I'm going to murder you. 
Holy fucking What did I say? What's so your sorry. favorite place to set up shows? My favorite place is probably coming to like when I book tours, I love working. I love come and take it live in Austin. And I love the riot room in Kansas city, Missouri. Um, I also love cornerstone in Berkeley, California. That's a beautiful venue. Yep. Those three like stand out and St. Vitus in Brooklyn. Cool fucking spots. Yeah. Um, that's definitely a better question for Dan than it is for me. Well, I mean, you're a promoter. Um, what do you like? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean but, as far as from the manager perspective goes, like, come and take. It's great. They always treat the bands phenomenal. Yeah, Anthony's um, the man. Yeah, Anthony's the fucking man. Um, you know, <laughs> even though he's a fucking psychopath. I cannot believe his internet's still fucking him up. <laughs> yeah. He just fucking... Oh, my <laughs> God. I love how the last stream I did last week with Ricky from Ice Nine Kills, Hawk, it would his camera in OBS would get resized every three minutes. Like it would get really big or really small. And tonight's internet with you. <laughs> yes, Reg I was gonna mention Reggie's in Chicago as well, Hodge. I love Reggie's. Yeah. Yeah, Reggie's in Chicago is, is great. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of like places like my bands always love to play and stuff um i don't dude i don't know I don't know. as far as setting up shows yeah in my, in my area like i love booking shows at the catalyst in santa cruz just because that place is like that's a cool for, place for fucking 30 years um logistically it's kind of a pain in the ass to work yeah jesus and the settings rad, like yeah. the legend. It's like I grew up going shows there, and now I can throw shows there. Um, Cornerstone in Berkeley. Actually, Dan just mentioned that that's one of his favorite places to book. It's this new room in Berkeley. It's been well, it's not new. It's been around for like two years. But when they converted it, it was like a two-story warehouse uh, that I believe was a pool hall before. Michael would know better than I. <clears> Cornerstone. Yeah, Cornerstone. Oh, really? It was like a two-story pool hall, and then like where the bar is was a restaurant, and they they merged it together when they bought the room. But it's like brand new sound system, brand new lights. Like we've done a couple shows there. You know, Dan yeah, came out yeah. the Death Fest there two years ago. Cool I fucking room. love that room, man. Yeah, like, it's nice. Good food, good bar. Yeah. It was. Yes. It, it's a good spot. What's going on right here? Dude. Do you guys know who Anthony Lopardo from Westfall Studios is? Is that Anthony from New York City? That's the studio down there. I think I know who you're talking about. Holy Diver and Zack. I've never been to Holy Diver, actually. I've seen pictures. Oh, Vaquero asked oh. the average starting time. Oh, yeah. What was that, like 1 or 2 p.m. Uh, doors we had? Vaquero, no, doors weren't that early, but it was like, you know, Some days loaded were. in at noon. Yeah, we loaded in at like, like noon usually. Mm -hmm. And then like the package, I believe if the way we did it, the package had to be on stage like by 4.30. I think at the latest was when the first band had to start. Yeah. Everybody shared gear. Well, that's actually mm. the story I was telling before my internet <laughs> down the first time is that everybody shared gear like fourth day into the end of the tour. You know, I'm like, all right, all the drummers, you're all sharing gear. You had to as a drummer, man. 
That many fucking bands. Nice kid. Uh, he was a little weird. He Which was a very was it? Drummer. Uh, I think his name was Grant. Oh, from This or the Apocalypse? Yeah. He's a good dude, I remember but him yeah, we had an whole, issue like, there. I play, le- I play left-handed, and I have like a $6,000 like kit custom yeah, built yeah. for me. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, and you're the kit. third band on the package, so you can fucking use the background or you can fucking go home. And I remember him being just like, you can't talk to me like that. Like, blah, 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 blah. I was like, you can go call your manager. I'll call him <laughs> for you. Like, Give him a fucking care. call, bro. I, was like, I remember fucking, that. There's fucking 10 bands on the tour. Like, you think I'm gonna it's like, what do you this? expect us to do? Yeah, like you're yeah, the exactly. open, you're the opener too. So you're gonna have to fucking. I mean, at the end of the day, you're just at a tour like that. Yeah. If you're asked to share some shit, you, you just gotta suck it up and do it. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Who do I need to talk to to get a metal band to play at my wedding? Depends what metal band. What are you doing, Joel? I'm trying to find the tour pass for that tour. I think I have it right here. Over the limit? Yeah, I have it somewhere. I know I do. Ingested to play your wedding Hodge Beats? I mean, it depends. If they're in the States or where do you live? Are you in the States or are you in Europe or something? I forget. If they're on, you're in the States? I mean, if they're on tour here during that same time and you can plan your wedding around when they're gonna be near where you live, it is very much possible that Ingested would for sure play a fucking wedding. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, God damn it, dude. You're the gonna fucking have, filter's fucking The filter's fuck. there it is. Right there, over the limit. The oh, Thick as Blood was on it. Yeah, Thick as Blood was on it. That's the first time I met those dudes. Yeah, Arson, that. yeah. That's, that was the band we're missing, Thick as Blood. Uh, this is the Apocalypse and Sons of Aurelius. Oh. Sun didn't, Sun didn't do it, though. Remember, that was like the beginning of the decline of that band. Who was in that? Who, who formed that band? What did that band? Do you know about it, them? It was Riley from Aegean, and then Chase oh. was in it for a while, but I don't think Yeah, Chase was in it, right? Yeah, I don't think he founded the band, though. I think he joined Chase the band. Animosity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, hold on, let me catch up on chat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carol, I don't go to McDonald's for their coffee. I think their coffee is, like, whatever. Um, but I will fucking, but a fucking, the McGriddle is, like, the goddamn greatest invention in the last, like, decade, so. I, I can't disagree. I can't disagree with that. <laughs> so. Smack. Hi, Hodge, by the way. F in chat for um, Joel's shitty Wi-Fi internet. I Dude, I know. I'm hardwired in now, bro. I know. <laughs> I just don't get wired. That's what's even fucking <laughs> uh, There we go, guys. Thank you. Michael, I'm down. Uh, Wordsmith, what do I sing in the shower? Uh, it depends on question. the day of the week. Uh, mm-hmm. This morning, I was Poison the Well. Oh, nice. Uh, yesterday, it was Limp Biscuit and... What Limp Biscuit song? Break Stuff? <laughs> uh, I just had hot dog, chocolate stuff, oh, and hot dog flavor yeah. on. I love that. I take long showers. I'm a fat guy. I like to clean like, every square <laughs> inch of my body very, very carefully. Um, I also, like, we don't pay for water in our apartment, so I'm a douchebag, and I enjoy a nice, long, hot shower. 
So oh like yeah, I would take I would take long ass showers too. And I get out and like Trina's just laying on the bed shaking her head at me, and she had like fil- she had like caught me rapping like the whole part of one of the Bella Biscuit songs while I'm butt ass naked in the shower. Yeah. Um, uh, usually Vaquero though, it's uh, ACDC, Deftones, or um, I listened to if you saw A Star Is Born last year. Uh, with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Uh, usually I listen to the soundtrack of that because I like to fucking cry while I'm showering. <laughs> I like <So>. to cry. <laughs> yes, you, Comcast with the nerf, Michael is correct. Yeah, they nerfed Com- yeah, <laughs> Comcast. Odd, nerf. Right, about everything you just said. I'm just going to keep agreeing with you. Yes. Animosity, yes. Yes, F's for my assassin's but griddle with hash brown in it. Of course, dude. Anybody that knows anything about McDonald's knows whatever you get for the breakfast menu, you put a hash brown on top of it. And if you don't, then you yes. get the fuck out of America. You know what I mean? Like, you're already eating at McDonald's, so don't sit there and tell me, I can't put a hash brown on top because it's more curry. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> fuck that. You're already fucking killing yourself eating at mcdonald's just put the goddamn that's true on. you might as well just fucking yeah well no like you might as well yeah, go big or go home on top wordsmith i mean like you know in the middle of the sandwich like i don't mean use the hash brown as a bun you know i should have yeah no i mean you could use the hat two hash browns as a bun that's some fucking i might have to try that i mean that sounds pretty good honestly i'd rather just do that instead yeah <laughs> What's up with this thing with shirt detachment said? Huge fan. Aren't they writing a new record? Uh, yeah, they're actually. I talked to Nick. They're oh, I heard a new song not long ago. You showed me. Yeah, that's he's, right. Uh, Nick's flying into to Vegas or driving to Vegas. I think two weeks from now, oh, and they're. He's gonna drive out. That's a good. That's a good face, Joel face to freeze it on. Some of that stuff out of their camp, uh, pretty shortly. Um, so wait, you, what is up? Yo, Beachy. Oh yeah, he's at work. Thanks for stopping in while you're at work. So we'll go wait. We'll go back to this tour. Yeah. So that's how Dan and I met. Yeah. Uh, there was one night. So as Butters Black and Ocean are supposed to switch off. Oh, uh, that rotate. tour was kind of the like. First of all, just so everyone knows, I am real when I say shit, but this is also my opinion. So don't like trash Dan for this. But this was when As Butters Black was having their decline, was falling off, and weren't oh, popular. Yeah. Oh, for and sure. And was. They were up. a fucking mess, bro. Were, yeah, yeah. So, I'll Oceano, that straight they, up. <laughs> they switched off every night, like who played what spot. Yeah. And so there was, so we, we one of the nights the promoter asked as what Black to headline, but that meant that was two nights in a row that they were headlining, so they were pissed. Yep. So I remember we had had like a terrible day in the in the arsonist van. The Oceano dudes and I had gotten into it about something probably. Pe- yeah. I didn't oh, here we fucking go, dude. It's still doing it, yeah. It might be best to just end the Skype call and restart it, Dan. I, I don't know. Yeah, we could just restart it if you want. But, well, let me finish this story. But anyway. Yeah, 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 finish so, up. So, so, long story short, as Blurman's Black is pissed, they're headbutting two nights in a row. They send Dan out to yell at me. I'm in a bad mood. I also happen to be blackout drunk. Yeah. And, like, Dan told me, like, I need to do my fucking job better. And <laughs> I, remember, I remember grabbing you and, like, throwing you into the wall and saying something along the lines of, you're an agent, you should have just stayed behind your fucking desk. 
<laughs> and then like we started fucking yelling at each other, and then like Adam Emotiano broke us up, like split us up. Um, and then we've been fucking friends ever since. Yeah. Right, now, now we're lover. You know? I didn't. I didn't even want to go on the tour. <laughs> I got pressured into going on that fucking tour from Media Scare. No. I was pressured into going on that tour. Yeah, I know that. I know that Oceano has some new music done. Yeah. From what I was told. I've been told that too. Yeah. We will uh, see. All right, I'm gonna hang up on Dan real quick. Let him hang up on me. Do you want to restart Skype? You want to restart yeah, I'm Skype? I'm gonna restart Skype. Okay. And just see if that fixes. All right, restart it. I'm gonna take a quick pee break, and we'll be right, right back, guys. Check, 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 check. Yes, I can hear you. Hear me. Hello. 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 I'm here. We're back, everybody. I'm here. Oh, I can, oh. I can, add, I can add my overlay. That's you can, that is interesting that you can do I that. I did not necessarily mean <laughs> to do that, but uh, I'll take it, dude. Does that mean I can put this fucking huge-ass thing behind me, dude? Hold on one second, everybody. Gucci gang and Bucky lovers. Hell yeah, baby. Dude, you, know, I, you know. You think a Bucky's logo would get approved with Twitch for an emote? I mean, I, Sean did the Gucci one with the color scheme, and it worked for me. That's true. Oh, who would I... I got... Oh, Marjo, Marjo2407 is now following. Thank you. Thanks for the follow. What's happening? What's up? How you doing? Welcome to the stream. You good over there, Yeah, dude? yeah I'm, I'm oh, here. Okay, right. Does this work? Oh, oh yeah, do that. It go. just looks... Why is it... Twi is it... Is it backwards? Yeah, I don't know why, but it's not backwards on Skype. The Skype call is fine, but on OBS it turns you back. It's 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 no, flipped. On, Skype call, on my Skype call, it's backwards. How does it look on your your? It looks <laughs> just look on my stream. It's backwards. I don't know why. What the fuck? All right, we'll just leave it. You know. Yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> Smoke weed every day. Okay, <laughs> so I gotta say about that. Um. Oh, you looked on heavy metal. Oh, the heavy metal tag on Twitch. See, it works sometimes. Yeah, there you go. What's up? Yeah, Dan books a lot of death metal bands. 
Marjo, and uh, I'm a promoter, and I've yes. done a lot of shows featuring metal bands. Yeah, look up Continental Touring, continentaltouring.us. It's the agency I work for. If you guys are curious what bands we work with, hit up that website and then uh, pin up. What is it? What's your website? Pinupartistmanagement.com. There you go. So continentaltouring.us, pinupmanagement, pinupartistmanagement.com. Ricardo, did you see this uh, this yet? I made this for you. Hold on, let me let me scroll down to my own fucking shit. Give me a second. That's awesome, Marjo. Welcome. We're just chatting. You'll get to know us a little bit more. So, Joel, a little bit of me. Ricardo, you see that brother Gucci emote I made for you? For when, you <laughs> when you spend enough bitty points in my channel, some people get that. Oh yeah. So. What got, yeah, we got you? We got we got we got way out. I know, I know. What got you into booking shows? Into booking shows? Yeah. Um, what? How did you get involved with it? Oh, I grew up in Santa Cruz, which is like a big like skate punk scene. There's always been like underground shows there. It's actually one of the places where <laughs> Chili Peppers got discovered. Um, the Catalyst yeah. is actually one of the reasons that band blew up. Um, oh, in the industry no shit. And shit. Um, there, you know, we had a big underground scene. People were doing hardcore and skate punk and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, there was really one dude doing metalcore stuff, smaller metalcore stuff, the bigger metalcore stuff. I mean, you know, I've, I've sent you the videos of, like, Poison the Well playing the Vets Hall basement and that shit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, yeah, you know, those that. shows were mostly numbskull shows. You know, Eddie was still... Oh, okay. Thing, you know? Yeah, he was, uh, he was big. Yeah, I mean, he still is big. But, yeah, he was full on back. Like, he was doing a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like so, his world, though. Correct. So yeah. the guy doing the metalcore shows, like the up-and-coming bands, like like the MySpace bands, like you know that would be considered like hype bands that like the older dudes would necessarily be about, you know. Yeah. Um, he played in this rad band called the Lonely Kings. Uh, for some reason, he got up and transplanted his life to Sacramento. So oh, okay. There was nobody doing shows. Um, of that of that nature, and so my friend uh, Nick Bain, as people a lot of people know from Bain shows slash he works for the Hard Times. Yeah, uh, yeah. Him and I and a few other people got together with Pat from Arsonist, rest in peace, and we were like, yep. we can do this. Let's fucking do it. So we did that. <laughs> um, we had a buddy Paul. It was actually our friend Paul's idea. Everybody called him pa Paul Paperheart because he did Paperheart Design Co. Okay. He was like one of the first, like design like myspace designers like he did art for fear before heavy heavy lolo arsonist oh, embrace the end like a bunch of those bands like um yeah and so you know it was his idea and he he actually he had to back out and i just kept running with it and like yeah you know that that community like the first time i went to a hardcore show i saw bane yeah Community and watching like oh it's doing it again. It's, it's all right. It's not doing it as often. Uh, okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. And like the feeling of um, like community and yeah. like also like you know Bane played you know their you know their their classic the, the big song from Give Blood which for some reason I can't remember the name of right now. Um, and like I literally watched and like keep in mind I I have drank a lot since then and this was also Young Dole but. This was my first experience at a show like this. It was like there was like a 
you know when you see the pictures of a wave and it's got the big the big crescent at the top? Yeah. That's how the people were on top of each other over air and singing along the painting. Oh, and wow. I was like, this is fucking, this is music. Like, this is a community. This is like a scene I want to be a part of. And then, um, which was funny because I wasn't even a hardcore kid. I still don't consider myself a hardcore kid. Like, I like some of the bands, but like, I was what? always like more into like As I Dying Through the Eyes of the Deep. The metalcore. Oh, the connection. Point forward. Point forward, I was just, I was gone, dude. I was, I, I was hooked, you know. And then, yeah, more metalcore. Yeah, and then, and then the dude left that was doing all the metal shows in the area. And so my buddy Paul and I had this idea. Yeah. Um, Paul, unfortunately, like backed out of the company. Or very, or I mean, we didn't even think of it as a company back then, you know. I was just a fucking young ass dude, just fucking. I worked at a pizza place full time. I fucking spent all my money throwing shows. Yeah. Like we fucking, we fucking partied at my house after the, after every single fucking show. Like it was so. <laughs> tough, dude. That's sick. Yeah, it's very yeah. sick. So like, yeah, dude. Like there was, I used to like when I first started, I I lived with my parents, and then I had a couple of my own places. For a while, I lived above a storage unit. Like it was like a big storage complex, and they they converted the office, the on-site office, into a two-bedroom apartment. Oh, so okay. after five p.m., we were the only people there. Oh, really? Internet is the wonkiest today. Winds of plague and Elysia all over at the apartment, and we fucking Jesus. Elysia. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was uh-huh. a fucking fun show, dude. Like, but we just fucking it was just bonkers, dude. Like, those were like the fucking days, man. Like, yeah. Like, I made so many friends and memories, and like, you know, like a lot of people downplay Santa Cruz, but like a lot of huge bands have come from the south, the South Bay or our area over the years, like, and Salinas as well, like the punk and hardcore and metal scene. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, I was proud that it was there. Like, people, mm. it, it got to a point where like. You know, and I mean, you, you you can hold this. I know that I'm not lying when I say this. Is like some people prefer playing my area because when Bleeding Through broke up the first time, yeah, you know, they they had a selection. They had a bunch of offers for the final show in Northern California, and Brandon chose to play Santa Cruz instead of the city proper or Sacramento. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So like, because in Salinas there used to be this place called Jim Dandies. It was yep. right off one one. So you would just play Jim Dandies and then you'd go play Slim. And so when yeah. Jim Dandies shut down, we absorbed a lot of the crowd into like it's it was split out all over Santa Cruz and Salinas and Monterey. You know, so Yeah. Um I just I just, you know, I got lucky and we created so many memories and like it was to the point where like, you know, Alicia and Catherine and like the band and he embraced the end like bands that were big and sacked. Like Santa Cruz was their home away from home. And then, like, we start, they started doing show trades with Arsonist and Moria. Yep. And it was, like, an actual, like, symbiotic, like, promoter-type relationship. You know oh, that's I mean? cool. Yeah, and then, uh, so I just, it just, the momentum just kept going. Honestly, dude, like, I was a yeah. kid. Like, I, I didn't know what I was doing. Like, yeah. I just had a blast. I think and a lot of us didn't know what the fuck yeah, we were doing. Yeah, and then I just, like, <laughs> booking these bigger tour packages. Uh, Amanda Fior, who I'll always give a shout-out to, uh, the homegirl. She, oh, she yeah. was the first she was... one. She, she bought some first insane tours. Actually, like gave me a shot with like a real tour package. She yeah, was the very first one. It was, uh, and I've talked about this before. So anybody, that's I feel like you shows, posted about it like a month or two ago. Yeah, it was uh, Winter Flag, Catherine, it. Uh, 
Horn of Osiris, At the Throne of Judgment, and I think that was it. Maybe there was one more band on it. I'm not sure. Yeah. No, uh, I remember. I used to love At the Throne of Judgment. That was one of those bands that, like, I don't know what, I don't know if, like, the industry failed them or what happened. They did, like, one record out. That was, like, it. Yeah, that, they, that band should have been, like, way bigger. But, yeah, that was, dude. Yeah. Amanda booked a lot of crazy tours, man. Yeah, yeah, but, like, I, mean, I remember she gave me a to book that tour in, like, fucking God knows what year. Like, yeah. I, that was still when I was just arsenic. I hadn't, I, I hadn't really started working with Andrew yet. But that tour at the time, because, like, that was, like, right. <laughs> it's freezing them on the funniest faces ever. Package. I had never, I had never done eighteen an eighteen hundred dollar tour package before. You never done a what tour package before? Uh, I, I had never paid eighteen hundred dollars for a tour. Oh before. yeah, I remember like I forget like what tour. I think the first bigger tour that I booked as a promoter was Bring Me the Horizon. It was like Barrier Dead, Nights Like These, and Ion Dissonance, and I co-pro I co-pro that with Jeff Manning. Um. I think he was the one that bought the tour, and I just co-proed with him on it. Yeah. But um, that was insanity. That was like 500 people in like a 300 cap room. <laughs> that was yeah. just that was like when Bring Me was blowing up on the fucking you know when they were deathcore. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, you know what? Yeah. Like, you leave the way my face freezes out of it. <laughs> I don't want to hear that, dude. Oh uh, shit! Yeah. To Bacon, whoever you are, yes, he's a cool dude. Here. He streams. Everyone follow F2 Bacon. That will write breakdowns like that ever again in your life, dude. Who? What I call after Alicia. Oh, Alicia, yeah. Dude, I um, I added Alicia. I, I was agreeing with Bacon, and then apparently it froze again because yeah, I now. hear him goes. It froze before. I hear him go, it's oh, lagging. Oh no, here he goes again. But yeah, Bacon Alicia, like that band, they would not go over now with their lyrics, even though like, you know. Dan, can I can I can I quote the song on your stream? Are you gonna be upset if I do it? No, I don't give a shit. Okay, so you know they had that song with a sick breakdown, and then they say, "Who's the fucking faggot now?" Oh, so if you yeah. talk to Zach, what that song actually means is like that was him. That song was written I, from like the perspective of like. That's what it was. I remember now. Yeah, yeah, like the song was written a, from the perspective yeah. of like, yo, like all those dudes that used to call me that yes. and pick on. me. Oh, it had to freeze during this part. I'm the cool kid. Yeah. God damn it, there. It's all right. People, people think I'm the cool kid yeah. because I'm in a band. So yeah. that's why he used those words, and yeah. that's why he's like, you know, and I don't use that word. So for everybody watching, no, um, even after Bacon even said the same. He said, "My little favorite example of a misunderstood lyric." Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it was. So, yeah. I, I remember yeah, it because so, I misunderstood it too until I was explained what. Why he well, said everybody the song. Just thought he was talking shit and like exactly and ridiculous because that but band he was like you know they were the first band that did like the raunchy like here's here's naked chicks with the band name written on them exactly. you know what I mean like, they were like the first MySpace band that really did that yeah so everybody just yeah, thought they were just being like raunchy little shithead kids yeah and then like yep. using the f you, you know the fag word which is not okay to say for no watching the so it is not clear. um but you know but but when he explained how he meant it I was like damn. Man, it's really freezing on the best Joel faces in existence right now. It, it, would, be it would be misunderstood now. Oh, but, for sure. Um, 
but I miss that fucking band, dude. Like, I have never seen just a room full of people circle pitting and beating each other up. Like, I, after that band. Like, I, I didn't come into hardcore in, like, the Shattered Realm era. You know, yeah. like, I missed what has been been shed shows. Like, I wasn't a promoter oh, when, like, that band, when those bands were all getting huge. You know, like, I came in, like, the second wave of, like, the more, like, you know, some people would call it, like, wussy metalcore, but it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, the non-tough guy stuff. And so, like, at that time, I hadn't booked any of these, like, he- the tough, the heavy bands yet. Like, I hadn't re- I hadn't booked Animosity yet. Yeah, I, I hadn't worked yeah. First Blood or Barrier Dead or anything yet. Yeah. So, like, seeing a room full of kids in a fucking yoga studio, like, <laughs> losing their fucking shit. It was a yoga and, studio? Yeah, that's what the 14 Project was. Wow. We, like, rolled up all the mats and wheeled everything out and had one of those, like, shitty, like, aluminum stages where the legs just snap in, yeah, you know? Yeah, And, like, Alicia would play, and it would just be fucking just bonkers. Like, we had, we had, a, we had a show one time that was – it was um, – I posted this flyer the other day, too. It was Alicia, Impending yeah. Doom, The Final Burden, Moria, and then a local band. And if wow. nobody on here knows who The Final Burden is – I remember the final burden. Go look them up online. In my opinion, yeah, I remember that band. Over animosity, they were the first true deathcore band. Like, oh yeah, they were a hardcore kid they... playing death metal with like breakdowns and shit. Like that band, yeah, should have been incredibly big. They were. They were like they always opened every good show at Showcase Theater. You know, they were like part of that whole. I found that record. Runs. Yeah, they were part of that whole crew yep. that runs with, um, you know, Suicide oh, Silence. You know. Nice. All the Southern California like deathcore OGs like fucking yeah. great. The final burden, Hodge. I'll type it in here for you guys. It's on Spotify. Cowboy, uh, Suicide Silence. Yeah. The stuff where it's like like hardcore kids playing death metal. If that makes it, I know that that's a weird way to say it, but that's how I've always explained it. Yeah. Hold on, I turn my light down. That shit's bright, dude. There we go. It's all good. The final burden, yeah. I mean, Dan, if you want to play a song, dude, fucking put put a track on. I don't care because that band slapped. What song would? What should I do it off their EP that they released on the Uprising? Mm, or Processor, that, which was a full length, I guess. If this is the same band, you could do either. 20, it doesn't matter. Both both are good. Yeah, let's just do. Can you hear it? No, I can't do it. Oh, I'm not sharing my screen over there. Let me share my screen. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, okay. Can you hear it now? No, I can't. It's fine, though. I know I know the song. Yeah, I fucking pull my phone. I love this band. Yeah. Dude, I haven't listened to this probably since it came out. No, yeah. But yeah, dude. Yeah, you guys get it. If you guys use Spotify, I'll send the link in here. It's from 2003. Uh-huh, yep. They're on, remember Uprising Records? Yeah. Yeah. My Bitter End was on Uprising, too. Yeah, there is a bunch, dude. Fallout Boy, didn't they? Fallout Boy release their first record on Uprising. I want to say it was it was Fallout Boy or something. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think it was Fallout Boy. Yeah, dude. But like Uprising Records, uh, Tribunal Records, like Tribunal. Also, dude, back in the day, like all those places, that was just it was Upri- The yeah, the top, the yeah, Uprising, Tribunal, 
Ferret Records, Trustkill Records. <laughs> it went on, you know, those were like the fucking main fucking labels. Yep, yep, yep. But Nuclear uh, yeah, so, so far as far as the whole like being a promoter goes, like that was that dude. Like my fate was sealed. We started doing shows with Pinup. Yeah. Um, I kind of I kind of all my staff at Arsenic like was all younger people, so they all decided like go get full time jobs or go to go to college, you know, and just like being a promoter, working in the industry, doing music just in general, whether it's going to a show or being in a band, like sometimes people, some people outgrow it, you know. Yeah. So my team outgrew it, so I was I ended up kind of being like a two man show, you know, and then um, yeah, Andrew was like, why don't you just come work? Like, why don't we just merge? Like we've been doing arsenic slash pinup shows for years like let's just just merge crammed like fucking uh we crammed 580 people in like a 230 cap room wow and just like moria played arsonist played like yeah. just all the fucking bonkers bands um from the area played like uh, i had a penny doom come up and play it for me because those were my fucking boys well, they and are my fucking, fucking do. I should say, I should say are not were. Yeah. So. Those are good. Um, but yeah, fucking, and then, you know, and then eventually I started. I realized that, like, you know, I'm not a rich person. I'm not some overly wealthy guy. The state of California, it's not easy to start or open a venue in. You know, no, I realized that like there was a ceiling to being a promoter. Yeah, you know what I mean, and yeah. I felt like I had hit it, and so I started managing bands and like finding bands. When I first started, it was bands from my area, or or California in general. That like, okay, these bands are insane, and just because they're not from LA, they're not getting any love, you know, or because yeah. Eric Rushing didn't grace them with his presence, and because they're from Sacramento, yeah, you know. So like, I started helping bands on a management level, and I, I really enjoy it, and. You know, it's 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 more profitable than being a promoter, which I don't really care about. But on top of that, it's fucking like I feel like, you know, like as being a promoter, I give back to my local community and my local scene, and my friends have shows to go to, and my friends that play in bands have shows to play. Yeah. But like actually being able to take what I've learned from being a promoter and help young upcoming bands like achieve milestones in their career. Like, mm -hmm. that's rewarding. Like, the way it makes me... Yeah, it's a big reward. Yeah. You know, like, all the bands that I've been managing the last... Since since March, I mean, like, I, I literally, I told all of them just to not fucking pay me. I was like, don't pay me. I don't care. You know, yeah. I was like, if you can afford it and you feel like I deserve it, fucking send it yeah. over. Yeah, you know what I mean? Not. But, like, I'm not expecting a dime from anybody right now no. because it just... that's A, that's not what it's about for me, and B, like, everyone's suffering right now, you know? Yeah. Going through a hard so, time right now. But uh, hold on, let me see if there's anything in chat we need to catch up on. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. No. Yes, yes, Sigma. It, it is like I said. It's never okay to say that word. But I was just really referencing what they meant in a song. Yeah. You know what I mean. So, uh, talking about Cataclysm, fucking band rips. Yes, they do. Their new song's real good. Kill Shots, a sick ass song. You should listen to it. It's actually it really good. I'll check it out when we get off the stream because I have not listened to it yet because I'm a dummy. So, <laughs> um, but but um, yeah, dude. And then, you know, uh, I transitioned and, you know, now I do both. Um, yeah. And then that's it. I know I know one of the things, you know, we had pre-talked about, Dan, is, 
you had like a question of like a, a struggle of being a manager and a promoter or something like that? Yeah, like what are like, I don't know, what struggles you pot you pot I mean, we all face struggles. True. I mean the music industry is a very cutthroat industry. Yeah. Well, I think the biggest thing is it took me about three years of being an artist actually technically it took me like five years of being an artist manager but the first two years there was no pinup artist management like i just did it on the side you yeah know? it was just you so it really it. took three years of no. pinup artist management being a team and a company for people to take me seriously everybody just basically wrote it off as like oh this is just a promoter that's taking yeah. that's taking monthly payments from local bands for a cash grab you know um also like changing that relationship from like you know you're two people that do business with each other and it let, let's be honest a promoter and a booking agent's relationship is not symbiotic yeah you know what i mean it's just not and so but then you try to you try to have that same okay that's not a bad face to freeze them on <laughs> you know it, it it definitely has it had its difficulties um you know, some of the some of the, the people I ticked off being a promoter as well, like that's definitely bled over into me being an artist manager. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like uh <laughs> He thought you were Josh, by the way. Oh bacon, that's Josh, dude. Yeah, it's Josh E. Josh Espinoza. Yeah, the weed daddy. The weed daddy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Um, those are the, the, yeah. Those are struggles a lot. Everyone, every, a lot of people face like starting out. Yeah. Unless you're with yeah, like, I mean, unless you start out with like a big or a bigger company or like a very uh, established company, but starting out new. No, that's... other way around, Bacon. It's Joel Haston and Josh Espinoza. Nice, nice try though. <laughs> uh, yeah, starting out as like rough. Like I had yeah. somebody who I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put their name in here. No, they, that's cool. That's fine. Froze again. You know. Who was it? Or what? Uh, say it again because you froze. <laughs> Sorry. So, so somebody called me. Yeah. A pretty established metal band. I don't want to put their name on stream. I just I don't want to give their information away. Yeah. Um, but they're they're in a very big metal band and they wanted to get into managing and the guy was like, "Can you give me some tips?" And so I gave him a bunch of tips. And at the end of the conversation, oh, sure. he goes, "You know, you're the first person I've asked to talk to about this that hasn't offered me a job." Really. Right off the bat. And I was like, well, I was like, A, we're friends. B, you're coming to me for advice. C, I would gain more from having you on my team than you would from working for me. So why would I want, yeah. why would I do that to you? Because that would be abusing our friendship. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, and he was like, so should I just do my own thing? I was like, yeah, because here's the deal, man. Like, if you start off and you work for... Like say, you know, let's just, let's just, let's just, this is just an example. Yeah, say yeah. that person went and worked for Maori at Outerloop Group. For the rest of his existence, for at least a decade, he's, he's, oh, you know, you're Maori's boy, you're on Team Maori. So anybody that wouldn't, that would have had an issue or not liked working with Outerloop Group, defaultly, the guy that had called me would have been lumped in with that category. You yes. know what I mean? Which is why I have always just rather just, I work hard, I, I build my shit on my own, and I let my work speak for itself because then, you know, if anybody has anything to say, they have to say it about me to me yes. instead of like, oh, well, you work with or for so-and-so, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, oh. I mean, I just put your 
I forgot to put your logos there. My oh, bad. thank you. I was like, what the fuck just happened on the Yeah, screen? I was like, something's um, missing on here. And I was like, wait, fuck. I was about to just email Sean a nasty email for not making my name in like little flashy letters like yours. Oh, well, he didn't do the flashy letters. My uh, Hunter, Hunter did that for me. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. Um, yeah. Well, Hunter, if you're watching this, thanks, bro. Uh, <laughs> and I'm up. He'll do it. He'll yeah, no, I sure. don't. Sure. <laughs> no, um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. Like, there's that. Like the, the other the other trouble is like, you know, you have such a reputation as a promoter and like, a problem I have as a promoter is like, you know, you get booked by Penup and it's like you cruise by the Penup Facebook and we have twelve thousand likes. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I think organic. people just automatically assume you know, like bands that play for us sometimes don't promote because they're like, Well it looks like you guys have that covered. You know it's what I mean? Not, so the case rolling over into yeah, so like rolling over into being a manager, it was kind of like people not only expect good shows from you when they come to California, which is just not the case, mm-hmm. but also on top of that it's like I think they kind of expect like, oh, we're gonna have a lot of hype because look at this team that's behind. Me. Oh yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? Oh yeah. But that's not the case at all. You know, like we're all. I mean, you know, pretty much everybody that works for us, we're all still paying our dues and moving higher up. Oh yeah. Yeah, bacon exactly. There's zero. Reason. Yeah. I mean, some, some bands, bands don't get it. Like, oh, oh well, yeah, we tweeted about the show twice, and I'm like. Well, yeah, like, came to see you. And, Posted a single you know, post. Like, you know, like we have, like, when you're, so like, a, you know, I like to think we have a pretty fair way of booking shows. And then, like, so say you're opening for a band, right? And we give you tickets to sell. You know, if you sell over 20 tickets, you get paid. It's that simple. Yeah. You know, and you don't have to buy it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to pay you for selling 12 tickets when you're getting to open for an international touring band because yeah. I still have to pay for the venue and my staff and the bands themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you're not one of those guys that's gonna make the band pay for the tickets they didn't sell. Like there, there are promoters like that out there. Oh, trust me, I know. Yeah. Fuck those people. But uh, I've always backed local bands selling tickets. I mean, I did it when I was in bands when I was younger, and that's just what we did. And we got we got paid um, a couple bucks after 25 tickets sold. Dad, You know, oh, here we go. Here we go. Cut out again. That? Oh yeah, it's fine. Sold look out, at you, you know, look at that band Aether. Like before, exactly. Them, yeah. Like they, you know, those dudes would sell eighty to one hundred and fifty tickets to open for the Acacia Strain or fucking Gloss Cloud and Amir or like, you know. And locally, everybody was like, "Well, you give them all the opportunities." And I'm like, because there's five of you in the band, you can you can't all sell five five tickets a member and get me twenty five like, tickets. Yeah, like how you know, can the you show, do that, in my opinion? And it's not a matter of like political crap or nonsense, like but they don't understand sometimes like these shows are costing four thousand dollars to put on. You know? So like Yeah. Of course yeah, yeah, yeah. of course if, if a band is gonna work hard enough, not only appreciate being on the show, but also work hard enough to sell the tickets to help pay for a third of the show. Like, yeah, A, they're going to get dibs on whatever show they want. B, of course yeah. I'm going to pay them. And some of that stuff. Hey, Anna, what's going on? What up, Anna? What's cracking? Joel just froze again. Enjoy the face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> God dude. Everyone that's watching, okay. I'm so sorry for my Skype being a total <laughs> fucking butthole today. Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. I don't know what what It happens. On. At least you're not resizing a hundred different times. That was pretty funny though when it happened. I to know. Ricky, I won't lie. That Ricky one was funny. <laughs> you're chilling. Awesome. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, don't forget to follow Dan. 
Follow me. I think I think she may. I know it's been a while since anyone did shows, but are you still in contact with New Jersey Michelle Messina? It took me years to realize I was wrong with literally every interaction with her. Uh, I haven't talked to Michelle in a little while. I haven't. I believe, you know, it seems like she's doing fine though. It happens though. Later, Hodge. Thanks for coming by. Appreciate it. Yeah, Hodge. See you later, brother. Later. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, selling tickets, I never thought it was a bad thing for bands to do that. It's like it, when I was in bands when I was younger, we did that and we really did. Uh, we sold a lot. I mean, for the most part, a lot of our shows that we play, we would sell tickets for, we would push it. We'd go to malls, sell tickets at the mall, go to like this, you know, wherever, yeah. sell tickets. And we did it and we crushed it for the most part. And then we would get shows from the promoter, you know, a few different promoters in Poughkeepsie that would just be like, yo, you don't have to sell any tickets. It's fine. Because we, we established such a good following yeah. because of how hard we hustled. And also, I, I like to think that the two, the two old bands I was in were actually really good for the time. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, anyway. She fucking will. Yeah. Trying to play New Jersey. My first message, message to her was that we wanted to open Whitechapel or some shit. She was like, all right, you're not even from the state. Can you sell 50 tickets? <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's the other thing. Even as a promoter, I would get hit up with, from bands, you know, when I was booking shows years ago when I was a promoter, being like, yo, can we open this show? And they're like, they live like an hour, an hour and a half away. And I'm like, or like two, three hours away. And I'm like, why would I put you on this show? Yeah. Well, yeah. And you got to look at it as like, you know, she said that to you. And like, as much as it hurt your feelings or fucking whatever, like, she probably had a local band that could have guaranteed put 50 people in the room that's going to help her pay the yeah. $2,000 that <clears throat> needs to be paid. You know what I mean? Exactly. There's a lot of different, um, you know, reasons why, you know, you need to have locals sell tickets for shows. Yeah. You know, not every show you need to have locals sell tickets for, but... I mean, it helps out everyone in the long run. You can't just put all the pressure on the fucking promoter and the venue yeah. to, to make the show a success. You need everybody's, um, everyone's, everyone involved, the band, the local bands, the touring bands, the venue, the promoter, you need everybody to work as a unit. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people um, forget about that. A lot of people forget about it and don't give a shit and like, oh, oh thanks, don't care. thanks for the compliment, Jesus, appreciate you. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's just like, and you all you all grow as a team, and then like all these bands That's are good. like, oh, I hope, oh, do you think Whitechapel Inn was the time I opened up for them? Well, let me tell you, if you showed up late or you didn't sell the tickets you were supposed to, yeah, and the promoter tells Whitechapel, they're more likely to remember your name. If you sold the hundred tickets, oh yeah, man. Then if you fucking <clears throat> fuck the show up, you oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, and so many bands don't get that. Like, well, we, you know, we're talented musicians, and like, I, you know, I'm here to tell you, I'm sorry that it doesn't. It's not. That's not all it takes anymore. No. Yeah. It doesn't. You know, you could be a really, really good band, and I could really like your band as a promoter. I think you're great, but <clears throat> if I know you don't draw well probably not going to put you on a show unless I have a spot I can put you on that's <clears throat> not going to have me lose money. Yeah, and I mean, like, there, there would be times where, like, I'd meet this group of kids and they'd be like, damn, you guys are super fucking talented. Your band is really fucking good. Yeah, But, like, yeah. 
you know, okay, so you don't know everybody, you don't know anybody really well, you know, like you, there's, there's some issues here. So what I, and then what I would do is when I had the time, mm-hmm. I put them on a good show opening. So like, Hey, more people are going to see you, you know, like, yeah, I was always a big fan of like, um, you know, like, helping out bands you like, the, well, the math core bands, like oh, the bands yeah. that weren't as popular, like the, like the, Oh, you know, like there was a time where like, you know, Fear Before the March of Flames, Heart Damage was the biggest CD in the world. Oh, and then time. and then three years later, anybody that had that 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 kind of sound was yeah. like And Joel's back. Cool. So they did they didn't have a lot of you know, they came from the private high school, so they didn't have a lot of like friends. Yeah, and like resources, so I started putting them on on all the shows, and people were like, "Yo, like this band is really talented. Who the fuck are these kids?" Yeah, you know what I mean. I would do that too, as you know, promoter. I would put, you know, if there was a band that I really liked and saw a lot of potential in, but no one knew about them, I would try to help them out and put them on shows. Yeah, you know, where I could put them on, where I knew, like, okay, I don't really need a band selling tickets here. Like the show's just gonna do the business. Let's hook up this band. These are good yeah. people. They're good musicians. They're good music. Let's get and then build them up. And that happens in most places. You know, there's a lot yeah. of promoters that do those things. But you have to be. Um, you got to be careful too. So if there's like a show where you need a local or two to sell tickets, then you got to get those locals to do that. And you you might not not be able to put that band that you like on that show because of that because you don't want to lose your ass. But. What band? Oh, I remember Heroes from New York City. That band was actually really good. I, I don't. I'm not familiar, but I'm they're, on that, the West Coast. They're a good band. Yeah, I remember that band. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> um, okay, all what's... right. All right. All right, Jesus. Stop, stop coming in here and just hitting on everybody, all right, dude? Right? He has to. What, uh... Put your money where your mouth is, Jesus. Stop, stop flirting. <laughs> What are like some main things you look for in bands when you're picking them up for management? If you're considering a band, for management, yeah, for management. For management. Well, um, first off, that they can write a fucking coherent email. Um, <laughs> you know, that's 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 a very important thing. That, that's true. Um, what's up, Ink? How you doing? I'm not Dan, but what the fuck's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up, Michael? Oh, that's a good Joel face right there, guys about your band but i don't want it to be like yo what's up we want to be on the roster here's our epk i don't want that you know give me like three sentences and then link me some music you know especially if the band already has like a pro website or a one sheet or an epk yeah i love that um you know the bands that have like music that's ready to release that have it on like uh, a soundcloud or a dropbox or whatever yeah a private youtube link you know i love that that really helps um a big thing that i've been big on lately is um you know something that i have to specify to a lot of younger bands is that i am your manager i am not your booking agent yes a lot of bands forget those things (laughs) so a lot of things one of the main things i go in on asking about is you know Oh, we got another good Joel face. Someone screenshot that one. Or right away, like whatever, like 
you know, the, the home following will come. And I'm like, okay, well, I think that's stupid, but yeah. Um, but then there's like the bands that are just like, we want to be huge regional bands or all this. And then there's bands that want to do like a mix of those two things, you know? Yeah. But then, so usually what I, the first thing I ask is like, well, how's your relationship with like your local promoters? Yeah, you know? that's a good question. That's like one of the honestly. first things I ask. And then I, I you know, cause if they're like, Oh, cause like, you know, if someone emails me and they're like, we've opened for, you know, like Whitechapel, Chapel, Coastal Society, this, that, the other thing. I'm like, okay, like on paper, this looks great. And then somebody emails me and is like, oh yeah, we've been a band for three years and we've never opened a show like that. Usually, the answer is like they either caught, they either they either cause problems. Yeah. They don't respect the industry and like the way things unfortunately work, whether you like it or not. You know, I always, I always yeah. check for, are they professional or do they have the right resources? You know, because it's not hard to like Google, like, how do I make an EPK? You know, you can pay a lot of people 50, 75 bucks to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, and, and um, you know, it's okay if you want to be a band that's only big in your region and not tour. It's also okay if you want to like tour first and then get big at home. You know what I mean? Like the old lineup of Amir, if I remember correctly, they were hated in their hometown. Oh you know man, I mean? they were. Yeah. They yeah, were. and like that band still blew up and got big, and now yeah. Frank, he's a changed person. He's a different guy, a different lineup, and now they can, now people fuck with them at home. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that ain't the case for them anymore. They're they're good now, but back in the day, growing up, they were yeah they were hated in Connecticut. Yeah, which is where they're actual actually <laughs> fucking from. Cody Axe, what's up, my Cody? What's up, Jay? What's up, Jay? Fuck yeah! yeah so like. His Skype is really fucking up right now. Internet, I should say, not Skype. It could be Skype. Mine's working fine, though. Jesus, this is a long pause for Joel. I think we might have lost him. Love Ice Nine Kills. I think we lost Joel. Give me a second here, guys. I'm going to call him back. How you doing today, Jay? Thanks for coming by. All you guys. Just leave them like that. Yeah, right. Definitely going to be getting some screenshots. Wait. What the, what the fuck? What the fucking fuck? Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Dude. I don't get it. Into the internet. No, you My Xfinity. Go fucking kill yourself, dude. Fuck. You should call them after we're done here and yell at them. I'm fucking going to, dude. Have you done it before? Have you bitched them out before? Don't you? I did last time. That's how I got my fucking service for fucking basically free for a month. You should do it again. I'm fucking going to. Like, I want another free month. Is that the only service provider, like internet provider in your area? That's good, yeah. Oh, that's good, yeah. If I go to Spectrum, I might as well just fucking go go fucking try to live tweet from the ocean. And if I fucking... I fucking want AT&T. That's like a whole fucking another process. Uh, and they, I, they want you to get like cable or satellite and all this. Sh like they, their packages for just internet are terrible. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. fuck me. Sorry, chat. Ripping up KC. King Conquer. Jay. Fucking band right there, dude. Jesus. For bands that try to get under your under your radar, what advice do you have for them? 
Are you, uh, is that a question for, for, for both of us? I guess it's for both of us. For just your boy? I mean, I think we'll be on the same same page. Oh, kill confirm. Okay. Oh, kill confirm. <laughs> Go listen to King Conquer, though. If yeah, you I just yet. earned enough points in your channel to tell oh, Jesus. you to tell me how sexy I am. You're going to claim them already? Nope. 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 I'm going to save them? I'm going to wait for you I'm, to like, raid I'm and milking like, yours. I literally have between, I'm pretty sure yesterday when you were streaming, I, I think it was like 23,000 channel points I have for you. Right. Yeah, I'm just gonna rack them. Just keep racking them. Get like a hundred thousand, and then just uh, then just fucking unload them one day on stream. <laughs> All in a row. <laughs> waffle waffle shows like the prime moment when you were. Oh Jesus! Why is that the fucking phrase? What is it doing? Jesus! What about waffle? Oh my God! Dude. I know. What I don't get it. Or near. <laughs> God damn it! Sorry. It's all right. um, no, I said a waffle shows like the prime time to redeem. The oh, with you I know. When you were like coming to rescue me in the helicopter yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> hydrate, oh, hydrate! Don't make me hydrate anymore. I gotta freaking piss and save your channel points, dude. I'm not I'm drinking six a, times. I'm doing for you, Dan. My freaking bladder is about to go right now again because I pee every twenty minutes when I drink water or anything in general. Uh, uh, let's go back to yeah. this question for fans trying to, to get, get under the radar. I mean, I mean, there's multiple ways to do it, Jesus. Um, don't message either of us on Facebook Messenger. Yeah, just don't I will do literally, that. Unless we're the friends. Never working with your band because you do that are like 97 out of 100. Yeah. Like, my email address is on my fucking personal Twitter. My business <laughs> email address is on my personal Twitter. Mine's very easy also, to find. Also, not to make it sound like I have a fucking ego, if you Google Joel Cupcake, all three of my social media profiles show up, and all oh, three there. of my social media profiles have my business email address on them. Yes. This is true. So, this is true. You know, um, I find the right. Out. Yeah, don't don't yeah, message. Yeah, don't message people on Facebook or social media in general, not mm -hmm. just Facebook. But just have like a, a good, in a sense, press kit, not a physical one, a digital one, and make it look fucking good. Don't have shitty artwork, I would say, right? You got to have something that catches your eye. You got to look pro. Yeah. I think that's the yeah, best like, thing you can do. Yeah, like have a good have a good presentation that you're proud of. Yes. Not just one where you're like, hey, this will suffice. Like I can, but like, you know, you're, this is the first time somebody that could potentially help your career, whether it's mm -hmm. Dan or I you're talking to or somebody else. Like, make sure the presentation is, is spot on and is 100% yeah. what you want. Like, um, you know, I've had bands come hit me up and they're like, oh, well, like, we're changing the artwork because it sucks. And I'm like, well, then why the fuck did you show it to me? <laughs> don't show it to me. Yeah. Like, I'll straight up tell a band, like, well, why don't you come back to me when, you're, when your rollout is complete? Like, your, your PR package yeah, when is When you ready. just have it Cause ready. It, yeah, because if it's not there, then, you know, I, I can't help you unless I know how you want to look. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, don't half-ass You know, it. also... Also, don't be a band that fucking needs their hands held. Yeah. You know, like, a, like I'd rather, I'd much rather, like, hey, you know, when a band hits me up, like, hey, here's our music, here's everything, you know, this is what we've done, this is what we'd like to do, and we just don't know how to do it, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. is way better than a, like, hey, can you, uh, yeah, we just want somebody who will do everything. Like, you know, I, I can, a manager or a booking agent 
can eat can only do so much with shitty content and, and a shitty work ethic. Like if you're if you're able if the band is able to come and they're constantly pumping out videos, they're constantly pumping out just you know uh, like you know they have multiple different content. live shots. Yeah, just content, content, content is like so important. Yeah. And like if you already have that and you've proven to me that you you'll do the work. Then when I go do the work, it's tight. Like I have a band that I picked up a few months ago, uh, called Summoning the Lich. Oh yeah, uh, sick yeah, band. Aware, damn, very oh, yeah. sick band. Very sick so, band. So I got them signed. I'm I'm not saying to who on here, but like, you know, coronavirus is, is obviously still going on. I was about to say has been going on, <laughs> you know, and like these dudes have pumped out like three music videos and two lyric videos for me. Gee, really? And I, and I'm about During to pump out this? another one. Wait a minute. Hold on. And we're back. Oh, what the fuck? It doesn't even show on my end. That's oh, weird. it doesn't. That's um, weird. No. Like, like, like. Sometimes it'll pop up and say low connection, but yeah. like that time right now, I just look normal it. on my screen. So yeah, about summoning um, Lynch. Yeah, so they're just yeah, so making new content. Like basically, they had all this content out, and then the label was like, "Well, we don't know what we want to do because of coronavirus," and I yeah. was like, "Well, you know what, like." This like so. First off, I, I you know summoning the lich. I, I I've been giving them. I've basically been telling them like just pay me what you can. So I've been giving them a discount on the services rendered because yeah. they're they're staying active and they're they're showing that they're working hard. Which yeah, which is cool. That when it's this good. is all over, it'll be much easier for me to get to get my job done. Oh yeah, because big time. they're actually fucking active. You they know? have all this content done already too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Um, but I was able to take that and like tell the label like, hey, like let's at least put a song or two out this year, and then we'll start like the full rollout next year when you guys are comfortable releasing more music. Yeah. And like we were able to come to a compromise on it, and I was able to just tell the label like, dude, look at what the band has done. Like they are hungry, they're excited to be on your label. Also, like let's just announce and just say the record's coming twenty twenty one. Who fucking cares? Yeah. You, know I mean, I mean? you could literally just do that. And like you, you if you're a, a band that works hard and you want to get on someone's radar. Um, and you just like have content, like have the, the, the delivered package, like brought to like ready to go, you know, like yeah, I yeah. will, I will nine times out of 10, look at a band that goes, we have a record ready to go to, that we can show you over a band with bigger numbers, but has nothing, nothing new to show me. Yeah. Cause then you don't know where their driver at, what their drive is. You know what I mean? Exactly. No, I know what you mean. Exactly. So. Yeah, it's a, it's it is a good time right now to put out content. Yes, Joel has a Twitch. Hold on, let me give him a shout out here. Hold on a second. Go follow him. Hold on, I spelled that wrong. No. There you go. There's his Twitch, Jesus. Michael. Go follow there him. We go. Um, Thanks. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a good. It, it's fine to put out new material now and stuff, but. Um, a lot of labels and stuff want bands to wait to put out their record. If they can, they can push it back. They're gonna push it back. And we I mean, already know some bands that are waiting until next yeah. year to put out a record that's been done for months. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes that that's right. But like, I yeah. mean, even in even in chat right here, they can even point out about the Acacia Strain. Like, first off, giving you that many songs off the record before you put out the record—that's an idea that 
a couple bands I've worked with have tried, and the labels have always said no. Yeah. But I think it's a yeah, majority of it. Yeah, I think, I think it was good. Idea. They executed it very well. Jesus, oh my god, dude! Jesus, dude! <laughs> Hi, Rosie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna restart my modem after this call, and if it doesn't get any better, then I I don't know what I'm gonna do. It's all right. We'll show Rosie right now. Everyone, say hi to Rosie. Hi, right Rosie. <laughs> maybe next time for this, perhaps Discord. Yeah, I just gotta see if I. Yeah, that could work. Maybe I don't know if it's Skype. I think it's the. I think it's Joel's internet. Is my Skype? I mean, I'm, I haven't frozen so. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's on us. my end, Andrew. Yeah. Because we use Skype for all the stuff we do, and we we never really have a lot of problems. Yeah. No, we haven't. There she is. Oh yeah, she like. She's like playing in the background. There she is. What do you got, Rosie? She's playing with her toys. Yep. Yeah, Bowie, I think is. Uh, yeah, she's sleeping. She's sleeping. <laughs> Rosie will just like randomly charge in my office and just start playing with her toys. It's so fucking. Yeah, Sigma, we gotta we gotta start using the video chat more on Discord. You are correct about that, but I... Yeah, Discord's awesome. Uh, Jesus, did we answer that question? Did you want us to go into more detail about like what we look for? You know, like really just have your shit together, be presentable. That's it. You know what I mean? Like the thing is, is like some people clown on dudes for having like you know ridiculous older logos or kind of whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like if you have your branding, just make sure you own it. That's the thing. Don't be all over the place. Yeah, don't, don't be, be all like, over the place. Here's a fucking 2007 Deathcore logo, but all of our promos are in black and white. Because we we want to have this my children my vibe my children my bride vibe yeah but like but like here's a That's fucking death logo it's like dude like your branding needs to match your imagery off. yeah yeah I always look at branding I always look at bands logos I always look at their artwork I look at their videos I look at their social media pages I just look at everything and I'm like like I don't even say like summoning the lynch is a is kind of an, an example I guess I can use <laughs> yeah. Joel already know, but like I was like, I'm not a fan of their logo. I'm not a fan of their artwork, but this band fucking rips. Yeah, this record is sick. Mm -hmm. They just need to change these couple things, which to me are you know easy changes. Might be a little frustrating, but the band has it. Like you know their music, everything is there. I just me yeah. personally, I just don't like these two things. Yeah. No. Exactly. Which I I get. Yeah. And which there's are, been which, tons which of are not, bands. Which are not being changed, by the way, sorry. Oh, it's all right. But it's just, you know, there's just certain things, some bands, I'm just like, yeah, you should just change that. But, you know, yeah. that's just me. You know, not everyone's going to feel the exact same way as me. Yeah, the, the other thing is, is when you're hitting, when you're a small band trying to get discovered, you know, it's, it's okay to go to someone like in my circle or Dan's circle and ask, like, oh, yeah. hey, how, how would I get connected with Dan or Joel? Mm -hmm. But then also, like, you know, have your shit together and know what you want. Like, yeah. I love, like, I, I operate as a manager a little differently than most. You know, I don't look at you and see a dollar sign. I go, like, I like your music. Yeah, you seem yeah. like cool dudes. I think we can make this work. What do you want to achieve? Like, exactly. what can I help you? You know, because I don't want to just treat you like you're going to go tour nine months out of the year when you're a band that wants to do two four U.S. tours a year and just play big regional shows. Again, nothing wrong with that. But yeah. like know know what you're looking for in a manager and what you want, and then also a, a really important thing to to relate to people that are like, 
I want to get on someone's radar is be fucking realistic. Yes. You know, like be as realistic you're not going to get an ESP guitar endorsement and a Tom drum endorsement just because you got a fucking new manager. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Jesus, you know what? Actually, Jesus, fuck everything I just said. <laughs> Tell them to send me donuts. If they send me donuts, donuts. Oh, they'll be on my radar. Send Joel donuts or tacos. Send me tacos. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah, uh oh. Right. Hello. Hello. You're here. Jack. Jack. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Hello. Is this on? Hello. Hello. Am I still here? Hello. You see, Hello. Ro Rosie, what are you doing over there, huh? She's like, what are you uh, doing, Father? Oh, my God, dude. All my freeze frame. I, I hope you go back and clip all my... Oh, I'm like, going to have to clip all of them. Dude, Sigma, why would you come in here and start talking about fucking tacos, dude? You know, I can't go leave no, the stream go. to go get some. <laughs> dick. Well, that's good. I mean, we we definitely covered a lot of shit, and I definitely enjoyed hearing about your background and how yeah, you got well, into this world of yeah music. <laughs> He's frozen again. Oh, oh, fuck me. Fuck me. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, you know, a lot of people left in the game on the promoter level, like at the scale in which I do things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think they do it for the wrong reasons. Like it's all, it's just all money. Sometimes, you know yeah, what I mean? Like a good I, I legitimately give a shit about my local community, my local scene. Like there are straight up times where I've heard a kid say like, Oh, like, Oh, you're cool. But like, yeah, I don't really fuck with pinup. And I'll be like, why? Man, why though? Like, what can I, what can I do the... to change your perception yeah, of me yeah, and the yeah. guys? Because we're all volunteers. You know, you know, I make maybe 200 bucks a month off pen up yeah. and have to find other ways to make money, yeah, you know, exactly. because we just want to put on shows so that all the, all the scenes have their, have their music represented, have the ability to play and all that shit. Like, and I don't, I don't feel like you can sit down and earnestly have that conversation with most other promoters. No, you, you know what I mean? No, you definitely can't. So yeah, like it's, it's so you know, like that's why I, I'm glad you asked me because I like talking about it. And it's like I don't. Yeah. I know a lot of people no, are tooting my own horn, but it's like I don't give a fucking shit. Like we're putting on free concerts right now. You know, like yeah, we just literally had a free concert. concerts. We, we just had a concert, you know, at the end of July on Facebook, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, live stream. I read the reach. The like, you know, when you have a band or a business page, it says what people yeah, reach on Facebook. It reached twenty-one thousand people. That's insane. If I had charged a dollar. For that i would have been fucking stacked on cash yeah and probably my, you probably could have charged a dollar and probably would have made really decent money off of it is who's gonna say no to uh paying a dollar yeah. for it but i didn't because yeah i know no, i know you know that but yeah like, you know, and it's like it's just so sad that like i had three people hit me up immediately after that that were like how did you do that and how much money did you make really you know, and i was like well here's how i did it it's not that hard you just have yeah. to you have to network good with people and like That's i feel like it. a lot of promoters the promoter's always the devil in every situation. I know. So, like, most of them don't network within their community, and luckily I have, and it's worked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, you could always tell them to hit us up, but just tell them to be prepared. Like, have mm -hmm. their shit together. 
have some yeah. sort of like press kit in a sense. What's up for fairy fairy go? There's yeah. uh apparently they're doing yard work or construction on the apartment <laughs> building. So Jesus. if you guys are hearing noise in the background, I'm just we're just gonna fucking redo this whole episode. I'm gonna go jump out a fucking window. <laughs> and, 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 and I'm gonna get a <laughs> A fucking you know wireless card, and I'm just gonna go float in the ocean. <laughs> and I'll probably have better service and sound. maybe maybe do it maybe uh, going to McDonald's and using their Wi-Fi will actually work better. You know what, dude? I could do that just to piss off Hodge. That would be hilarious. Here, give a general background. I gotta go piss again because uh, bacon made me hydrate 69 times. So give a background of yourself for fairy. Very hey, good. And I'll be back in one uh, second. If you are new to the channel, uh, Dan does this every Tuesday. He has Defonce Talks Metal. He talks to either someone in a band or someone in the music industry that works with metal music. Uh, Dan is the person taking a piss. I'm actually the guest today. My name is Joel Haston. Everybody calls me Joel Cupcake. Um, bacon, I'll take that hydrate for Dan because he's away. Uh, yeah, Barry, we've just been talking about how I got into being a concert promoter uh, and an artist manager, uh, my history, uh, how Dan and I met in real life and in the business world. Um, or if there was a couple questions in chat that we addressed as well. So we've just kind of been, you know, going back and forth with all that. Um, we just got done talking about like you know like live stream concerts and whatnot. Uh, the main point of this interview, though, uh, my internet fucking sucks, and it's cut out like three or four times. And now there's some sort of construction going on outside my apartment, which you might hear some weird low-key buzzing. Uh, Fairy, we actually just covered a lot of that. Um, the, the number one thing is like be prepared and be and be professional. You know what I mean? Uh, don't just come at me like, yo, I want to be on your roster. You know, like, you know, approach somebody like here's an EPK or one sheet or, um, you know, um, something, you know, have at least an EPK or a one sheet prepared or even like a website that is that acts as an. Control for us. Sorry, my internet just cut out again. What's up, Kurt? That's no, all good. There we go. What's up, <clears> Kurt? <throat> uh, yeah, fair. I mean, the main thing is like be prepared, like, uh, and don't use Facebook Messenger. Yeah, just Stop. don't. If you're in a band, do not do business on Facebook Messenger. I don't care. Yeah. Also, it's easy to alter those messages in Photoshop, and it's easy for both parties to delete stuff. If you have an email chain, it it it, it helps in case you ever get into some sort of whether it's political shit. Like, you know, scene drama, I'll call it. Like with the promoter or whoever you're working with, it also helps for you to have, always have receipts, as the kids say these days. Yes, have a thread. That's why I like Oh, email. God. Leads, leads, what was it? How bad was the freeze? I didn't even look. Uh, we'll look after when it gets posted. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> too good, too good. Uh, anybody else have any other questions in chat before we get ready to... to Oh man, talk about a freeze fit. You see this one, guys? Oh, you that one is 
Joel. <laughs> Holy shit. God damn it, dude. Oh, man. I'm waiting for it. You're welcome, Jesus. What's up, Falling Dog? He looked like he was doing a mean gutter roll. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck me. Oh, man. Anyway. Um. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. All right, guys. All right. And did you have any questions for me? No. Um, I think that really, we could, yeah, I mean, we covered everything. Oh, my God. So what's uh, Joel up to now? Doing uh, Twitch? Nowadays, um, I, I Get, Twitch a little bit. I stream different types of games, or oh, a couple different games. Post the questions if you got them. We could still go for a little yeah, bit post longer. Post that question, Bacon. It's cool. Can no. you sure? Shut up, Bacon. No, Bacon. No, <laughs> I can't. Steph has a question coming, but we'll see in a sec. Um, uh, I Twitch stream a couple days a week. I play mostly shooters. Um, my schedule's on my Twitch page. It's just Joel Cupcake here on Twitch. Yeah. Um, Look him up, Joel Cupcake. I'll give him another shout-out here. Yeah, Dan will give me a shout-out right now. Uh, I have a vlog. A vlog. E-L-O-G. It's a video blog. Shortened. Uh, that I also release as audio podcast episodes. Uh, I interview people from bands in the music industry. I also have a few episodes where I'm solo by myself. They're all 15 minutes or less. It's usually educational or I yes. talk about important shit or it's kind of just me ranting half the time. Um, the interview episodes are much better. Um, yeah. You can just find that is called Joel Cupcake Unedited. Um, I'll type the link here in the chat. Oh, you got it. Okay. I was going to throw it in there too. Steph Beachy, or oh, hold on. Is PBR does PBR remain remains the adult beverage of metalheads? Uh, Mike, that depends on where you are in the world. Yeah, I think that depends uh, on that too. I would say on the West Coast, it is. Uh, right now, California is plagued with IPAs. I say that because yeah. I don't enjoy IPAs. Well, I feel like craft um, beers are just like the new thing. Yeah. So. Um, you know, if you're at a pinup show, you're forced to drink White Claws because I won't buy bands beers because I'm a cheap asshole. Um, <laughs> you buy them fucking claws. Yeah. So uh, I would say it's PBR. If you're in like Texas, obviously it's Lone Star. Um, yeah. If you're on. If you're, you know, sometimes in the Northeast, you still get like hams and stuff like that. But what else? Uh, for your toilet um, paper, do you need extra softness or extra durability? Honestly, I choose both. I use Charmin. I get the Mega Rolls because they last longer. So you get more. You can bad. actually. Oh, what? God. I'm fucking frozen. Fucking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Beachy, you can get yeah. softness and still have very yeah. strong flies. That's I think, the answer for you. I think Charmin nails both of them. Yes. I, I was saying I get the mega rolls. Is they yeah, last the longer? Rolls. Yeah. And, and you get more bang for your buck. Yeah. And your tush feels good afterwards. So yeah. yeah. Charmin. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Charmin. I'm, I'm a I'm a large man. I'm gonna tell you, Charmin is the fucking way to go. It is. Um very hey, good. Listen, Ichi, you know, I used to go camping a lot and there was a little rhyme that they used to that they used to tr they, they used to haze the new campers with. And that was 
Oh, another good face. Not the best one, but a good one. Yeah, I did it again. Shout out, Charmin. <laughs> well, we got a question from Fairy Go. What are some tropes, glitches, patterns, whether in songs or image that do you think bands, artists overuse or you have seen done to death either in the industry or, or on the submissions, in the submissions? Uh, and that, that word was cliche, by the way. Dan, oh, I was believe. it cliche? Oh, yeah, cliche. I mean, a lot of bands do the same thing in their videos. I feel like mm -hmm. a lot of them, I mean, yeah. I'm kind of just like, like used to it. So it's like, it doesn't like turn me off, so to say, if yeah. it's done well. Zooming in on a guitar spin in slow mo. Stop that. <laughs> Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. We're past uh, that. <laughs> yeah. One thing I kind of like is like, uh, let's shout the Body Snatcher Boys out real quick, Dan, because yeah. like, their videos, they're tough, it's heavy. They all look similar, but like Kyle and Chris sure. especially have. Clip that one, guys. Screenshot right there. <laughs> that is it. What about Body Snatcher? Body oh, Snatcher, like yeah. all of them, um, you know, like all their videos, like they're tough. They hit hard. You want to fuck a mosh. You know, it's, it's crazy shit. Yeah. But like at the same time, like Kyle, the singer, and Body Snatcher, or, and, and, well, and Body Snatcher, and Chris, the drummer, are like such characters that there's like a little bit of their personality and yeah. their enjoyment of like old school beatdown and some on some of that stuff, dude. Yes. Merciless com concept, yes. Shout out to Kev Muller. That yeah. new Merciless concept is sick. Their video is dope too. I like the video. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, um, as far as like cliches in the in music videos and stuff like that go, uh, fairy. Um, I think an important thing to point out. Oh, another good face we got here. I've never had so many someone freeze so much during these live episodes. I, Oh my god, dude! <laughs> We're about to wrap it up anyway. It's fine. <laughs> Am I back? Am I? Fucking yeah, back? you're back. Well, if you can hear me, yeah. Okay. Fucking, <laughs> fucking fuck, dude. Uh, sorry, but not young and cheap. Oh, please, it's okay, baby. Um, yeah, like uh, <laughs> I don't even know the fuck I was gonna say. Um, don't be afraid to do a mixture of performance and story videos. I yeah. much prefer that. I mean, um, I prefer the other that thing too. Is is I know it is cheaper, but stop using one location for your fucking video. Yeah. If your video is all you playing, do at least two scenes, two yeah. locations. That's Different another, locations. That's another good tip yeah. right there. I hope you all heard that. You did. Um, they did. <laughs> What's up, LJ? <laughs> He's frozen again. Am I frozen? Oh, wait, now you're good. Now you're good. Now you're good. Now you're good. The devil took me down to Georgia, and it fucked my internet. <laughs> That's what fucking did. All right, dude. Fucking... God damn it, dude. But yeah, for music videos, I like, yeah, different locations. Are I you guess. playing any COD today? I don't uh, fucking eat. know, man. I am taking a Call of Duty break because I, I got fucking sniped, one shot sniped out of a chopper last night. Yeah, that ruined it all. what reality we live in, a sniper rifle, uh, <laughs> should not be able to do that. No, not when you're moving. If you were Correct. stationary, you were just sitting in the chopper on the ground and you got sniped out. Yeah, that makes total sense. 
But anyway, we don't get into that. I'm probably and not. Fairy, you're welcome. And just remember, a little goes a long way. Yeah. So like, true. don't overdo your effects. Like, if you're a person that knows how to use fog machine, a fog machine well, or or you know, lights, like, don't be afraid to. Uh, the artist <sighs> is always going to have their idea, but like, as a director, you, you don't want to do anything yours. that's out of your wheelhouse because it'll look like shit. Oh yeah. I think the one guy that's killing it right now with videos, especially with editing, is Dylan, Dylan Gold, who, oh, yeah. was, who was the basis for Brand of Sacrifice. Um, he's doing videos and stuff full time, graphic design, and that I think he did the recent Signs of the Swarm video. He did the recent Shadow of Intent video. Yeah. Um, there's more than just those. I can't remember off the top of my freaking head. He's obviously done brand, some brand videos too, but yeah. Um, he, I feel like he's, he's standing out more in our world of metal than others are. This is editing other, is insane. The other person, I, I wish I remembered his name, but um, the guy that did all the new stuff for Veil and all the stuff for Wolf King where it's like almost oh, yes. cinematic black and white movies. Yeah, that shit's God, cool I cannot, as fuck. I cannot remember his name. Yeah, when I people know. see all the new Veil and yeah. new music videos, you're going to fucking shit, shit yourself yeah. because... They're literally just short black and white, like borderline, like demonic snuff films. It's they're really, yeah, they're really cool. They're really creative. Lamb uh, set to um, fail. What's that? Lamb of God? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Steph just broke the toilet at his work. Oh, Lamb of God. Okay. I'll check it out. I've probably seen it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Let's, yeah. let's do one more question, chat. Any more questions? Hit me with one. Let's see. Oh, I totally. I had some artists come up with the ridiculous shit. The most recent one was a jazz artist that wanted to turn a whole one minute into animation by giving it to a friend of his that does it as a hobby. Big no. What's up, as Benny? A jazz artist? Like, the only way what? that would ever work is if, like, you're a band that sings about fucking drugs. Yeah. And the animation sequence is well there on the person's emulating being fucking shroomed out of their fucking little fucking butt mind. Fuck. Dude, if you want know. an animation video, I'm going to give a shout out to my friend Billy. He's not in here right now. But um, this should be it right here. <laughs> now you're back. There it is. If you want a good animation video, hit up Dead Eyes Art. He's really fucking good. He's doing some animation videos for some bands right now. I can't say who they're for. But he told me about it the other day when I saw him. Yeah. Billy's fucking... Yeah. Uh, he's really, really, he's... really good. Check out his Twitch right up there. What's your favorite... My favorite band to see live? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. That's a hard one. Overall, um, I'm unfortunately... Actually, it's not unfortunate. That's just a tough-ass fucking choice. <laughs> yeah. Like the one band, it's like, uh... If I want, like, if I want to enjoy a fucking, like, hardcore or metalcore show or, like, a metal concert, then it's either Every Time I Die or Bleeding Through. Oh, but if yeah. you just mean, like, overall, my favorite band to see live is Nine Inch Nails. I never saw them. Dude, they're fucking... The last time I saw them, Dan, they had, like, the ceiling above them was light screens. And oh, they would wow. they would drop down at ninety degree angles, so they could have visuals playing above them and behind them at the same yeah, time. That's and they sick. were on they were on movers, dude. It was the sickest. That is thing. fucking dope. 
I've seen yeah. Behemoth live. Behemoth six sick live. I have not seen Behemoth live. Um, if I if you want like an extreme metal band, literally nothing will ever compare to seeing Meshuggah live. I saw oh, them. Oh yeah, you can't fucking touch Meshuggah. Like, I saw them from like maybe ten rows back. Yeah. I actually got paid money to work in Meshuggah pit as security. Wow. And like that was so, and it was a small room. Like this, the pit area was small, but it was a big. It was a big, like you know, yeah. probably like twelve hundred cap room. Yeah. But the pit area was little, so I was like right fucking there. <clears throat> right smack dab in there. Sugar is the heaviest live band on the face of the planet. The only band that comes close to them in terms of heaviness is Corn, but that's because yeah. they have like twelve face cabs when they play live. Yeah, they're fucking nuts. Yeah, Fairy, I would have told them to go fuck off too. <laughs> What's your opinion on Skindred? I have not listened to Skindred since I was a kid. I was yeah, Barry, I haven't. That band is so far yeah, out I mean, of my wish. Yeah. I don't even know. I've seen Brent Hins a Mastodon throw empty beer cans at Mark Morton while on stage, and that was beautiful. That is beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> any autopsy band is amazing. Mm-hmm. Fit Rules Live. Joe Bad. Go follow Joe Bad on Twitch. Yeah, Joe Bad streams a whole bunch of stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, he hasn't been lately. He's been given a little break, but um, Joe's the man. He's probably I remember when he first started singing for them, and I went. I know. Oh, thank you for the follow, Fairy. Appreciate that. Um, when uh, Joe started singing for him, because I've known Tim from um, Fifer King for a long time, and uh, I remember going up to him and uh, Joe. And I was like, yo, you fucking killed it, man. Like, that, that was, like, the best I've seen this band, like, when Joe joined Fit. And Tim was like, yo, don't feed his ego. <laughs> don't make him get a big ego. I'm like, nah, Joe ain't I mean, that way. I mean, listen, I'm going to Joe's not that way, though. That might get me in trouble right now. Oh. You know what I mean? Here like, we go. Joe is really good, but yeah. uh, Nate Johnson you. is the best vocalist in metal. For like, sure, yeah. Boom. Nate Johnson's, Period. like, one of my favorites. Like, but Joe, Joe is good. Though. Joe has more range. Don't get me wrong. Joe Don't has more. Yeah, Joe has more range, and he can do that. Like, um, what do they call it when you're screaming but you're you're doing it in key or whatever, or like you know what I'm saying? The the clean clean. Yeah. Sing- I don't know what to explain it as. I'm stupid. Um, falling but, the first riff that comes to mind right now is the only riff that ever comes to mind, okay. and that's the fucking like two step breakdown part. It's- I knew it was going to freeze right here. <laughs> oh, God. God damn it. Yeah, I knew it was going to freeze there. What what, what, what part I comes to mind? Cut out. Oh, I know. I'm so sorry. I cut out. My internet's a fucking steaming hot pile of poop. Um, <laughs> Anna. <laughs> I know, Anna. I'm so sorry. Um, falling Dove. Two-step. The, the, the two-step breakdown part and fucking Doomsayer by Hatebreed. That is the only song... You will yes. ever need no song will ever be written greater than that. Hatebreed will never write a better song than that song. That's the only time I will ever sock someone in the faces to that song. I don't even <laughs> fucking care. Am I frozen again? Can no, no, I can hear you. All right, good. Fucking hear you. Good. Fuck yeah. yes, dude. When you're looking at the screen, anyway, it's a little bit behind. And I'm not saying that just because it's fuck. I'm wearing a Hatebreed shirt. I agree, Jay. No, Hatebreed's the fucking shit, bro. Come on oh. now. Yeah, sorry, my fucking shitty fucking fuck fuck. Sorry, guys. My shitty um, shitty fuck fuck. <laughs> uh, if I had, are you asking if we had to? It's above the other. 
Um, they're all amazing. They all do stuff well. I would have to know what type of music do you like to recommend you an artist? Um, because I think that's the safer boy to go about it. But, you know, all of the bands on my personal roster, like I don't manage every band on the company roster, but all the bands on my personal roster, not only are they all friends of mine, like I personally believe and enjoy all of their music individually. So it's really hard. Yeah, no, it is. But, uh, yeah, Ferry, if you give me a music genre, I will answer that question for you. Benny, I have not heard that new, like, Moth the Flame song. No, I never know it's out. Man. New metal. Uh, if you like, oh, that's tough. Yeah, it's a tough one. I don't have too many bands like that on my roster. Um, the new Distinguisher stuff is going to fit up your alley. <clears throat> Or has that type of sound. Yeah. So probably Distinguisher is probably the answer I'm going to give you for that. Yeah. And in case I cut out, I'm going to say it four times. Distinguisher, 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 Distinguisher is your answer. There you go. Jesus. Woo Lao Bacon, you know, you know. You know. All right. Yeah, I think that's it. And uh, wait, wait, hold on. I see something with Nate Johnson is replaceable. Oh, yeah. Joe Valenzuela's oh, yeah. this side. Yeah, no, no. Joe is great. I love Joe as the singer for Fit. He's he's probably a better front man than Nate. Don't tell Nate I yeah. said that. But Nate Johnson is still just like that fucking voice. He's just dude. a beast. Like that motherfucker could just tell you to fucking punch yourself in the dick and you would do it. Yeah, you'd probably like, do he's it. He's just that fucking good, dude. What's up, Corey? Well, Corey, you're showing up as I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> This episode, if for anyone that missed some of it or all of it or just chiming in now, I'm going to have it up on my YouTube tomorrow. Yes, and Dan so, will send me the photos and I'll make a montage of all my free faces. Yes. We'll so, do like a – maybe I'll do some giveaway of see how many uh, – I don't know. Who can make like the best screen – like uh, montage, you know, of your really, frozen faces. Send it to Brent. Brent will nail that out. Oh, of well, we know he will. He, yeah. he can't do it because he'll win. Ah, fair. Okay. <laughs> Very fair point. It's all good, Benny. We'll have it. Up. I'll have it up tomorrow. And it'll also it'll be on my Twitch Corey, too. Corey, are you streaming today? Yeah, who's streaming right now? Let's raid somebody. I'm looking on mine right now. We got where's my mouse? Jesus. Um, Jay from Unity streaming. Um, I would say raid my you know Zach Waggy, but he's playing Minecraft, and that's stupid. Yeah, um, we're yeah, we're not uh, I would say Jay. Oh, you froze again. Yeah, Unity TX. Did I freeze again? Yeah. Who are you saying? Ah! <laughs> Jay or who? Jay or the boy uh, Zicky Dice. Oh, Zicky's streaming, isn't it? Yeah, the Zickster. Z oh, um, dude. Should we do Zicky? What should we do? Boy, I love you. You're the man. You know that. Let's, uh, do, read, let's do Yes, Dan should make t-shirts of my frozen faces. Yes, um, maybe I will. Falling Dove, Falling Dove, Pantera or Metallica? Jeez. Really unpopular opinion here, but Metallica. Sorry. Yeah, probably Metallica. I like Pantera, but I, I, I enjoy Metallica. I don't know. Metallica is more, yeah, I don't know. Oh, we don't have to get into that. <laughs> yeah, I would say uh, we either invade the, the, the Zixter or uh, Jay. I kind of want to do Jay again. I want to. I'm down. I love Jay to death, and I want more people 
to know that Jay's on Twitch because Jay's fucking killing it and Unity is the shit. Let's oh, do God Jay. Damn it. It's okay. God damn it. I'm back. I'm back. In the Metalcore world, I'd probably get shunned for saying Metallica over Pantera. That's why I said unpopular. Yeah. Falling. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for stopping in. You obviously know where to find me. Go follow Joel Cupcake on Twitch. Uh, follow his YouTube and pin up pro uh, productions and management. Yep. Listen to Distinguisher. <laughs> Wolf King. There's plenty of others. Yeah. Aether. Also, I have a new episode of my vlog coming out later today, actually. So feel free to follow me on social so yeah. you can get a link to that. Yes. Uh, oh, you know what, Dan? You already did the outro. I don't have to do it for, yeah, I know. for this time. <laughs> this has been another episode of The Fonts Talks Metal with your Fuck boy, yeah. Joel Cupcake, and your host, Dan Fonts. Let's fucking party. Here we go. We're going to raid Jay. We're gonna Jay, raid from, Jay Unity. from Unity. Unity. If you don't know who Unity is, you're a punk-ass bitch, and you should check them out. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm going to do it right now. We're going to raid them. Everyone fucking follow Jay. Okay.